Paradise. Our first campaign, Advantage in Paradise, is a weekly actual play D&D podcast recorded live on Twitch every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the dulcet tones of our Dungeon Master, Sean O'Donovan, as he guides you through the wondrous world of Aradun. Wiswick and Cal um, started to head down towards the ravine beneath the falls of uh, Drift March, where they were going to search for an entrance below in the caverns that could potentially lead up into the castle itself. The reason they began searching for this was because Wiswick had used his uh, extended Detect Magic to find a few oddities underneath the ground beneath Drift March. As they descended the cliffside and found a safe passage twisting through the rock to find the edge of the waterfall, um, Jet was sent ahead to try to uh, go into the cavern to see what was ahead. And as Jet fluttered past a, a hole in the side of the cliff, a rather large worm-like creature stuck its head out and chomped down on Jet, immediately dissipating the familiar. Um, the creature immediately um, began searching for more food. Not satisfied with its little fiendish uh, meal, it turns its eyes towards Wiswick. And it was at this point that uh, Cal and Wiswick engaged in combat with a young Remoraz, uh, sustaining quite a bit of damage as they attempted, as the two of them fought off the, the creature, um, leaving a uh, much of Cal's lovely coat a bit singed from the lava-like uh, magmic blood that comes from the uh, the Remoras. Um, but they were able to defeat it, um, and then they approached the opening in the cavern, where they could see a small uh, red light, like that of a burnt-out torch, emanating out. Cal had all of his goggles of night on, ready to see into the darkness, um, when Wiswick instead of sneaking in and, and looking for anything, immediately shouted out in undercommon that they had defeated the monster and that all all was clear. It was at this point that a, a figure's head peeked out from the cave, uh, a somewhat grotesque humanoid who was hunched over and had um, parts of his, his body were, were overgrown while others were shrunken, uh, generally looked like somewhat of a mutated experiment um, with long black hair that descended down and dragged across the the ground as as he walked he using his large much larger arm to to walk forward while the other one clasped at his chest uh, his face was a pallid um, gray color uh, with patches of, of hair that were disturbed by patches of gray scaly um, scab like skin um, you came to know this creature as Zafra, and Wiswick was immediately curious as the creature looked like some sort of mutated and disfigured version of the paintings of the Archmage you'd seen in previous uh, ancient structures like Driftmarch. You came in, you went inside the tunnel with the creature as it spoke to you about the surroundings. It spoke about Zirf Neblin that had locked it out of their passageway when 
Creatures ahead in the cavern began appearing and destroying Zafra's home. Creatures that are made of shadow with fiery light coming from them and prowling on four legs. Wiswick seemed to ignore uh, all of those descriptors as he decided that they were a drow for sure uh, within this this cavern um, and compelled Cal to to find to go and get the others so that they could go and clear the caverns of these drow. Um, they did retreat back up the rope that Cal had tied off to the cliffside where they went and gathered their companions after their companions had spent some time with the prisoners from the previous battle with the Zverils. Led by Kiran, and primarily Kiran doing most of the talking, Kiran, Timber, and Scarlet went to the prisoner, prisoners to speak with Serdic, the supposed commander of these Zveril forces. In this conversation, one, they learned that the prisoners were being kept in not the best uh, quarters um, outside in the rain and uh, with little food or drink. Um, but they also found out that Serdic uh, was particularly a devoted follower of the Stormlord, the new Stormlord, um, and a little bit about the relationship between uh, Oxlin and Zverwold. Serdic uh, insisted upon calling the uh, Oxlin Lords cows um, and uh, referenced their imposing nature upon the eastern lands of the Zver of Zverwold, calling Queen Zulvig in Carewent Ker a puppet queen for Oxlin's court, um, going so far as to say that they have injected their religious beliefs into the communities of Zverwold at the cost of their traditional faith in the Stormlord. That was most of what they could get out of of Certic um, as they then went to speak with the general where Kiran made a pointed statement about the conditions these prisoners were being kept in, um, which the general responded with uh, somewhat um, pointed questions in return. Uh, where would you have us house these prisoners? Um, it ended with a terse, encount a terse comment where General Kinsley said, I hope that you were here to talk about more. And Kiran decidedly said, nope, and walked out. Uh, much to the dismay of the general, uh, Kiran and Tim or Timber and Scarlet followed shortly. After this, the party reunited atop the cliff and descended down to the, the, uh, the ravine to follow the cliffside to enter into these underground caverns, which were immediately noticeable as a similar to other underground caverns in Tresix, in that there is this fusion of hewn stone with natural rock. The plan, it took you a while to discuss the plan as you were a bit confused about what was ahead at Wiswick's insistence that there were hellhounds ahead, while Kiran, also able to speak under common, spoke with Zafra, who seemed to indicate more so that there were some sort of houndish creatures ahead, which you very quickly discovered, uh, these hellhounds in Zafra's home. Zafra's home being this absolutely destroyed um, room that had vials and, and other 
uh, tinctures and tools scattered across the ground all over the place, broken glass everywhere, a shattered tank in the corner with uh, the green light of the spire glowing around it. But the most distinct feature was a tuning fork in the far side of the room with a uh, circumference around it that was sandy rock, red rock beneath it and not the ground of this room. Hellhounds seemed to prowl within this circle. With the aid of Timber's Pass Without a Trace, you were able to sneak up on these hellhounds and unleash first a radiant fireball from Wiswick that burst with light across the room. And as the hellhounds turned and saw their new prey, Timber used his uh, his new glove <laughs> glove of the storm and used all of its charges to cast um, a chain lightning on these creatures, which immediately burst out, sending timber flying back ten feet, the gauntlet singeing and smelling of ozone off his hand as the lightning arced between these hellhounds, turning the first one into absolute vapor, completely destroying it, and then critically injuring the other ones. As you engaged in this fight, more hellhounds seemed to usher forth from the portal every now and then, and you turned your attention to this this tuning fork that was floating, spinning above what looked to you beneath it were, was the typical dais of a, um, of a, of a uh, teleportation circle. Uh, and what you... Timber was the first to attempt to dislodge this this tuning fork. He went up to grab it, to pull it from its position, and found himself staring out into the vast expanse wasteland of the abyss on the other side of this quantumly entangled space, where beneath him he saw the dais and the stonework of the uh, lower levels of drift march, but beyond the circumference of the magic of the tuning fork was nothing but this wasteland rocky outcroppings where hellhounds stalked beneath the rocks and a whole pack of them began heading towards timber before he was pulled out of it when both Kiran and Cal were able to destroy destroy the tuning fork which ended whatever sort of entanglement was happening here which allowed you to finish off the rest of the hellhounds and here's where you stand now having just defeated these creatures, catching your breath after an intensive fight, putting out the singes on your armor and tending to your wounds. What would you like to do? Nice job, Sean. That was only 12 minutes. Maybe we forgot to bet. Was it 12 minutes? It was. <laughs> Felt like so much shorter. Uh, <laughs> for you, maybe. I thought I was going to fucking grow three more inches of beard okay okay and well I'm, you know I read it now. <laughs> oh sorry the the portal opens up again there's 12 hellhounds that jump out and they all go right for cow <laughs> damn it tim <laughs> well for breaking the rules i have grenades no uh, <laughs> uh... so we're sitting there in this cave. Yes. Flash. It's this room is a lot more less room cave than cave. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Wiswick's gonna go back to the um, vat or like cylinder device that he saw in the room earlier. Yeah. Uh, and he's just gonna inspect it, see if it has some sort of magical property that he could identify just from looking at it or w- okay. what he makes of it. Give me a um, arcana check, please. What are the rest of you doing? Is so the tuning fork was destroyed, correct? Yes, you watched it, it completely burst into into shards. Um, currently, uh, based on what happened at the end of the last session, Timber is very shaken by his experience. Um, yeah, Timber is in the corner of the room, like just just coming down from an adrenaline rush and just looking like out like up at the ceiling just like hold like have one hand on his chest just be like I'll go over to him I got a 12 total by the way um, so quickly to resolve that so Wizwick, the it is immediately like you, you don't really need a high roll to identify that it is magical in nature the, um, it's very old looking though, and it is sort of the the tube comes up um, the tank, and it is like completely cracked and shattered in the front, almost like an egg that's been cracked open. Um, you know, roughly the size of Zafra. Um, <laughs> uh, the glass itself is very dirty with this like uh, this um, fungi that has now grown all across it over the, which indicates to you. Um, that this has been like this for a long time. And the fungi is similarly grown on the ground around it, where maybe the whatever liquid was in this vat had spilled out. Um, there is the green light that you're you're familiar with um, from the other um, um, the other chambers uh, is glowing from the bottom. And I'd say with a twelve, um, you can look in and investigate the runes if you like. You do notice that there are runes in, in, in the base that are where the light is emanating from. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Okay. Give me another arcana check. Oh Alex my god. Investigating the damage to it, coat. Thirteen. Okay, I rolled a two and a three, folks. Uh, <laughs> at the very least you can identify that it these are necromantic runes. But that's all you can really get from it. Curon's uh, going to, you know, while inspecting the portal area, um, tur- turns to Timber and goes, When you touched the fork, what did you see? This is at the same time, Scarlet, you get up to Timber. Uh, there was uh, a pack, a large large pack of these these hellhounds completely surrounding me in a in a dusty sandstorm it uh was it, it all it was, red it was when Dude. i first entered the portal i saw something like that flicker before me but i was able to maintain my hold in this reality it's this plane do you know anything about planar magic, Timber? Or are you Wizwick? Uh, I do not. 
I I know people uh, that do, but not experienced it myself. Can I roll to see if I can identify what plane that was? You yes. Uh, you can give me a arcana check once he asks you that. Uh, Scarlet, you were going to say something. Yep. Um, Timbo, are you alright? Uh, I'm better now, just uh, very shaken. And also I'm bleeding a little bit, but I'll be okay. Kiron. Can you help him? <clears throat> well, I can. Um, we could also just rest for some time. <laughs> so I don't yeah, expend any of my spell slots that, in case we encounter more danger. That sounds like a good idea. I can sleep 16. this off. <laughs> So, I mean, something I would think you would, those of you with higher passive perceptions, you know, I'd say something that's higher than a 10 at least, which would be most of you, I believe. Um, there seems to be like a life coming to this room more since the, the portal was closed. You see like out of crevices, like some rats start to come out and like, just like generally there was an oppressive nature to this, this portal that was just sort of pushing back. I mean, you even saw the sandstorm was coming into this plane of existence from the portal. You got a, what did you get, Wisbeck? 16. Okay, so I'd say you having kind of, especially on, you know, read about, occasionally read about some extraplanar magic in the, uh, when studying under your uncle, um, especially considering your your interest in the strange dark gods that the uh the strange evil gods that the Zerf Neblin are starting to form cults around um the description of that and the, the general depiction of these hellhounds that you saw would would make you believe that this was either a, a layer of the abyss or something within the hells well i think you just got a view of the layer of the abyss or perhaps hells. And the, the the corpses of the hellhounds all around you have completely deteriorated into the black nicker that is indicative of fiends. Kiran, um, you would be familiar with that somewhat, um, just from your experiences in the valley, uh, in the, uh, the Adrenari Valley. There is a region in the Adrenari Valley that you would know of that is corrupted by the blood of Bayoret. Ah, uh, yes. And that there are fiends that often stalk those regions, and when die, when they die, they turn into this black acre. Well, uh, I hope that no one has to experience that. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a little concerned for uh, whoever is going to be living at this fortress. I mean, I know we destroyed the device, but I'm sure that they, that's not the only thing that can maybe, like, I think the, the this place is probably more of a connection than the device. It was just, like, the thing that was allowing it to open so drastically. 
from my assumptions, I think that this is probably not the best place for a fortress, but who knows, really? I, I really don't... I'm not much of an expert on this. Do you think that we should destroy this thing? Can we destroy the runes? Um... Can we... I want to look around the runes. Can we utilize the runes for... I've seen teleportation circles before. You would be you would be able to note that the teleportation circle is intact. It's not destroyed like the one you saw in uh, the Barrows. Uh, like the one that we saw at uh, uh, Orland's Tower in Brecklin Glen? Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Does it do we do we know who has those um the bra the the details of that teleportation circle? I know one of us wrote it down, but I don't know what left where we left off with it. I think yeah. you had written it down, given it to Curon, mm -hmm. and he had discussed it with Mandrick, but nothing ever came out from it. Yeah, because Curon, you have the you have the um the blueprints that Orlin was working on that had right. a different teleportation circle sequence than the one in the tower that was um, that Mandrick said was him working on finding a way back to, get to, to the, the Fae. Right. Yeah. So it was different. So the, you have the you have the blueprints for a teleportation circle and then you have the actual uh, runic uh, sequence for the one back in the tower. So you do have the, the sequence for the tower. Uh, I think Wiswick is going to say, perhaps we could. I don't really understand. Uh, I don't think my magic is at a level yet that we can make good use of it. But if I jot it, uh, a uh, copy of it down, maybe we could use it for future use once I understand the process of teleportation a little better. Um... Also, I'm kind of interested in that Wiswick. vat over there. Wiswick. Yeah? Is that the first time I've ever heard you say that your magic wasn't going to use be, be useful? <laughs> Look, Cal. I think you know, Cal, magic do is not. tough. I'm, I'm not going to pretend that I'm the greatest magician that ever lived. I just know more about magic than anybody else. Oh, uh, okay. I understand now. Sorry. Carry on with your ruminations. So yeah, um, Wiswick, you could definitely take down the runic sigil to keep this in your notes for future reference. Um, Great. What was that? Did anyone hear that? I heard that. <laughs> Do you think we should rest with that around? <laughs> I think we should. Uh, we should rest before that shows up. That sounds like a good I idea. I will actually say, Kiran, if you give me a quick perception God roll. Damn it, God damn it, Sean! <laughs> God damn it, Sean! God damn it! <laughs> oh, God. I'm so... Nat 20. <laughs> I will say, Kiran, uh, so you 30. There, he sees through the walls. Uh, completely, that completely <laughs> coincidental ambient sound effect that came through. Uh, you hear it, for real. In, in the game, there is actually some sort of like 
groan, creature-like groan that you hear. And with a nat 20, you can hear that it's coming from above you. Well, see, and you kind of see, whenever, do. as soon as you hear it, you see like Zafra has kind of come into the room. I think he was already oh. in the room at the end of the last session. I was gonna, I was about to ask, like, where is that little creature? He, he's coming in because he heard the commotion stop, but then like as soon as you hear that, he immediately like. Speaking to Zafra in Undercommon, you heard that. What was it? From above. Zafra, do not. Zafra, don't know. Zephyr does not know. Only saw. Only saw. Creatures. Creatures here. Portal. Fire. Shadow. Zafra, how did the portal open? You said this is your home, yes? Yes. Yes. Portal. Zafra saw the portal light. Zafra was speaking with. Save Neblin. Save Neblin and then Zafra. One amongst them. One amongst them not. Not his people. Pointing to uh, um, Wiswick. Uh, uh, frightening armor. Size. Like you. He points up at you. Small arm, not with the big arm. Right. This <laughs> <laughs> is more like you. But he does, yeah, he's more like you. With his very different. Light flash. Flee with the Ziv Neblin. Did not see one like you. They locked me out then. Did you hear that, Wiswick? Sounds like. There was some kind of elf with him down here. Maybe that was the drow that you were so ready to blame this on. Possibly. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, tell me, Zelfros, do you remember when you were in that thing? And I point to the the tube kind of his like head like whips over to it like he's been distracted as he was talking like looking down at the ground and seeing everything has been like completely destroyed in this space um <clears throat> there's just the only light in here is the green light from the tank and a very small um brazier that's been mostly burnt out that just has kind of red coals in it um as he's just like <sighs> Zafra, Zafra, don't, don't remember everything. Zafra been here very long time, many years. Zafra saw green light trapped for many years. Did the rock crack, splits, my gag, Zafra. Oh. Oh. Many visitors. Do not remember many. Hmm. 
I, I say in common, well, he's not very useful. My no, undercommon's a little my undercommon's a little rusty. What did he say? Just that he doesn't remember much. And there was an elf. Probably the one who started this mess with that fork. Hmm. It is odd that the um that the these separatists or whatever you want to call them, they would have a as a as a basement guard. <laughs> A planar shifting, right? That's what you said, planar something shifting tuning fork. Uh, that seems a bit overkill for them, right? I don't know if the two things were connected. Right, that's what I'm saying. So, like, I'm a little concerned as to. And it sounds like there's something much scarier than those hounds we just fought above us. Mm. Well, then. Well, to me, it sounded like the elf was with the Snurvneblin. I'm concerned that they might be being rused for evil. Who, the Snepneblin or the elf? Probably... The elf? I don't know. So the elf is being... Who could say? ...rused for evil. I don't think ruse. No, the elf is probably... Rused? I don't think so either. Shaped? Japed? Swindled? Swindled. Swindled works. is the word you're looking for. Japed is not, no. It's, a, it's okay, I know it's a second language. It is. <laughs> it is a second language. So, well, alright. So it's yes. better to it's better to just do a thing than live with the fear of it, right? So, um, I say we scout up ahead a little bit. Uh, can we... Want to take a short rest quickly? Yes, I need to tend to my wounds at least, please. Um, just an hour so that we can use some hit dice. What? I mean, uh... (laughs) Restore some health. I say we short rest. I don't know if this is the best place for it, but I'm down to take a break. It seems secure at this point. Is there a door leading up there is, yeah. He said there was, right? Yes, there is a. Um, so if you, Kiran, uh, you got crazy, crazy, crazy passive perception. There is a set of stairs, and when you look at them, they seem to go to nothing, though. There's just flat stone where they go to. Maybe we solve this mystery after a quick rest. <laughs> That sounds like a good idea. Short so, rest. Yeah, during Go the short rest, in. I would also like to just see if I can scoop up some of the black ichor into a vial. Yeah, you absolutely can. Cool. Wiswick would like to take some vat goo. Vat goo? Okay. <laughs> is there any there vat is, goo? There is kind of like a gelatinous cube. <laughs> Yes, uh, this whole room is a uh, mimic now. Ah! Um, you know, there's there's sort of amongst the like strange fungi that grow off of the side of the vat. There is kind of like this gelatin-like uh, leftover ooze. It seems like whatever liquid helped spawn these these fungi, but also some of it has just sort of solidified somewhat, almost like the consistency of like uh, fat, really. So, 
You take your hit dive, you take your short rest, get what you can from that. Um, say as you're sitting there, you occasionally will hear again some sort of similar grumble from above. Um, as you're just sort of sitting in the quiet, Zafra grabs a rat with his big hand, starts to eat it in a very grotesque way. Um, if I pay attention, can I, is the roar of whatever that thing moving around, uh, does it remind me of the Remora, the giant worm we fought out front? Give me a nature check. Oh, I'm good at those. Go leech roar. Can I assist since I also heard the worm? Thank you. Yeah, that's so much better. Uh, uh, it's a 19. Uh, I guess based on the yeah, um, it does not. It sounds. It doesn't sound large enough to be to be the uh, another worm, particularly a mother or parent worm. Mama. Um. So once our short rest is complete, actually, I could bring this up now. During the <gasps> uh, at the tail end. So we actually have. Does anyone know? Anyone have their almanac on them? They're what? Uh, almanac. It's uh, it's a thing. Sean, are almanacs? Do they exist in this uh, culture? I feel like they would. Somebody's got to keep track of crops, right? Yeah, there would be almanacs in the. Yeah, okay. There'd be like. <laughs> there'd be a farmer's almanac. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the, dru the druid's almanac. Um, yeah, there'd be four Richards almanac. <laughs> Uh, no, um, yeah, there would be almanacs though, in multiple different times, like those that farmers would keep, those that, you know, magi in a college might keep for astrological events. Does anyone know what time sunrise is tomorrow morning? Uh. What would we roll for that, Sean? <laughs> Nature? Uh, Nature, yeah, I guess. Let's all do it. Let's see if anyone knows. See what see what everyone's every character's best Ooh. guess at when sunrise is. Wiswick is definitely the best at nature, but also does not understand the concept. <laughs> Natural one, so definitely yeah. not. Yeah, Wiswick, <laughs> you've had all together like a month of experience with the sun. <laughs> yeah, I, I rolled a nineteen plus ten, but I will omit that and say yeah. that I don't know anything. <laughs> Yeah, Wizwick, you're like, you pretty much are just like, what's sunrise? <laughs> or, or like, I've read about sunrise. It's definitely a thing. <laughs> I think I saw it once when I was uh, was called waking up early. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was terrible. I got a sixteen. Uh, Twenty-one. Okay. Twenty-one. Yeah, would you? Fourteen. Okay, I, I'd say. Um, I guess all of you except Scarlet and Wiswick would uh, would would presume that you're probably like uh, since it's at the tail end of your long rest that sunrise is probably about um, seven hours away. All right. So honestly, we have plenty of time to. So here's what I think we should do. And I'm flexible on the order here. Um, I think that we need to go scout out the direction towards the castle. We need to make sure that there is a path through and we're not just assuming. 
Also sounds like there might be uh, some kind of creature up there, so step two, deal with the creature. Step three, or perhaps this is step one, and I haven't figured it out yet. Uh, we That's plenty of time to go back to uh, Kinsley and tell him that we do have a way in and to be ready. Because that kind of does need to be done, or we need to send, send with a capital S, him a message. So it isn't yes, that I... far back to the rope. So, no, but it isn't. But now the question becomes: Do we pursue now? In my mind, I, mean, we I think we need to know if we pursue now. And then, yes, if need we need be, send a message to the general first. Why are you guys? so, like, hasty to tell the general what's going on. I mean, didn't... I don't know if he's in the right mind to do this. He might just kill everybody inside if we if we tell him. What? That's a fair point. This was the whole I, reason we were here. Yeah, but... I mean, I don't... I just... I'm trying to think for the people, my people that live below... I don't that's... know how that's going to turn out. Well, it seems like they've been able to avoid the the, the spherals here. I'm sure that they can handle themselves. <laughs> I guess so. My point is, I don't think we're going to be able to take the castle on our own. You know? Right. Our mission is simply to open the front gate. Correct. And then we but are leaving. Before we send a message, we should make sure that we have an actual route to the front gate. Correct. Or else a lot of people are going to assault the castle wall they can't get in tomorrow. I'll make sure to reserve a spell slot. Energy. Um, energy. energy. Yep. I'll make sure to reserve some energy to contact the general um, should we get close to our deadline. If we find it sooner, we can simply go Report. back the old-fashioned way. That sounds good to me. Any, uh... Any issues? None. Uh, I have some, but not to do with this. Staring at Alright, um... Five minutes to finish our whatever long rest we're still... I don't know. I say the amount of time it requires us to finish our rest. Yes, you can easily enough. Uh, and then uh, I examined. So the, these, uh, those, those hellhounds, they were, they were spewing fire, a lot, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Um, I'd like to see if there's any scorch marks, or ash on the ground. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. So uh, give me an investigation check. Also, just a quick. I don't really need like. Did Did you say the tuning fork was destroyed? Yes. Okay. It's a nine. Okay, so yes, there are um, scorch marks on the ground. Excellent. Um, they are in, you. I guess, uh, the one thing you would notice is that they kind of like, if, if one of them was in the circle when it leashed the breath, this, the scorch mark has like a very clear line where the, the, the portal was, where it's no longer scorch. Understood. Um, all right, I'm going to... Uh... If, if I can do this while resting, short resting, because like it's 
not going to be a manual labor thing. I'm going to uh, attempt to collect as much ash as I can in like okay. a, anything, in like a bowl or a cup, just like something. Yeah, you can spend some time during your long, your short rest to like find, try to find like a a vial that's not shattered in this room, and you do end yeah. up finding one, and you can definitely scoop some ash into there. Cool, and I'd like to pour a little bit of water in and make a paste. Okay. And then I'd like to paint my face with it. <laughs> and, okay. Uh, in like a in a pattern that clearly breaks up the outline of my face. Okay. And I don't think anyone else is as pale as I am, but I don't remember. Well, if Tipper's a wolf, he just looks like a wolf, and that's just that's that. So yeah. Anyone else who I think could give our way, because this will be a nighttime thing, mm-hmm. right? So anyone else who could like like light would glint off them, I would like to oh, okay. like a bunch so of. You're trying to to help yourself be a bit more stealthy. Yes. Like the new look, Kyle. I was like, for a second, I was like, are you are you trying to trying to uh, predator mud yourself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. you kind of are. <laughs> um, kind of, yeah, but more in a more in a. I'm thinking more like grease paint like, style. Yeah, like like like, uh, like like a commando going in and, and night putting. Correct. Night. I want to. I want to try talking to off. So I would take that off too. <laughs> right, your bright white coats and your hat. Yeah. And your... Okay, so easy enough to do during your short rest. I, I want to talk to Zafra one more time. Okay. Did you see him there? It's like distinct. Uh, I look at him and I say, "I know you don't remember much, but I I hope you can." Give me a little bit of your time. I, I just want to see if I could jog your memory. There's someone that I've been searching for, and I think you might know a little bit more about him if you could just remember. Will you help me? You helped. Safra, Safra, help you. Great. I uh, use minor illusion, mm-hmm. and I depict the uh, si- the image of Drift March that I saw when I was once in the other plane, and I saw the three images of different settings. Yes. Guys, you depict the Drift March. Yes, I, I depict the Drift March symbol, and I say. Do you know what this is? So when you say symbol, you mean um, you depict the painting from the, the moving painting from the room? Exactly. Yes. Okay. You see Zafra um, looking up at it. And he's just. Uh, he puts his hand up against it, and hand goes through the illusion. Zafra. Seen this. Zafra has seen this before. This is outside. This is above. Zafra has seen this. Yes. Good. Great. I- I'm glad. Here, let-, let-, let me do more. And I show the other two images. 
he'll kind of look at look to all of them and he has this face of like half remembrance like he's I, uh, some memory that he can barely hold on to i i'm trying to take this like slowly and calmly and i let him like mull over each one uh at the end i show him one of the golems that we saw there like the large constructs with the runes on them and then finally i want to show him an image of himself which is the statue okay um, let's see. you're gonna break his mind that's the plan <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I'd like to scoop that up. Okay, so for this then, I would say, um, give me a, I'd say just give me a charisma, charisma roll for, for kind of taking it carefully. <laughs> well, I'm real good at charisma. We got a four. Okay, so Zafra is like he's like with it. He's with you on this journey for most of it. You like you show him the 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 um the runic sentinels, and he's just like yes, yes. And then finally, when you depict the statue of himself, you just see him like his eyes just go really wide. I mean, his eyes are completely um, pupils essentially. Um, but they just look like black holes as he's just staring at it, just like... And he'll just put his hand up to the face and try to grab it, and goes, his hand goes through, and he's just like... And he's just like... He starts to just like... Just like sort of thrash around. And it's just like knocking the like debris on the ground with his larger arm against the back walls. You can see like this vague memory came into his mind of recognition of this and just something within him sparked and he's just visceral anger is coming out. I think Wiswick. You would all be like resting during this, you're like finishing up your rest as you were like watching, oh, Wiswick's doing something with Zafra, and then suddenly just heavy breathing and just Zafra just like whips a bunch of like shards of glass against the wall as like his arm you can see the shards are in his arm as he's just now kind of like thrashing around by it's the just a, a total tantrum by the everflame let's get them under control i'm not finished bandaging what myself did you do to him no 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 guys it's fine this is good he's remembering things That's, and I, uh... I i keep the image up you're torturing him, Wizwick. Stop! And Kieran's gonna go try to, like, kind of, like, restrain Zafra, like, hold him back from hurting himself more. Do you, you want to, like, so I guess give me a, a strength check. Yeah. What'd you get? Nat 1. Oh, what is the total for that? Nat 1. <laughs> Nat 1. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I was like really expecting you to beat this because Zafra only rolled a natural three. I mean, he's super strong, so it's there's a modifier to that. But uh, yeah, yeah, so you go up and and 
he's i mean he's calmed down a little but he's still like <laughs> smashing things and 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 just uh still throwing a tantrum and you go up and you try to come you try to kind of grab onto him a little bit and he just sort of like flings you back with his arm and you he not like throws you across the room but you like stuff right it's he's just sort of like <laughs> and now he's just in the corner like <laughs> i I changed the image to the black spire. Okay. It's at the spire standing, kind of like glinting slightly in the middle of the room that he just sort of looks over his shoulder at it. And he kind of comes slowly moving towards it, almost like he's hypnotized by it. As he'll just reach up for it. Oh. Oh. That's right. You can go back if you wish. How? I pull out my map that I made forever ago <laughs> actually i think i might have given it away did i give it away to um what's her name oh, um, oh if i look through my notes i'll oh, find oh, it uh, oh um uh searsha uh yeah i think you did because mm. you told her if you wanted to investigate these this is how to get to them i think i just pulled down a piece of paper and i try to remember as best as I can, the path, and then I write in big letters Bracklin Glen at the top, and I say, I saw this place once. You can go back there. This will, if you learn anything in your journey, you be sure to tell me. Zafra just sort of takes the, the scroll of the, the, the quickly drawn um, route back to Brecklin Glen and he's just kind of shaking his head the long hair just sort of trestling down against the ground he's Zafra like, show you up way up in Dukas right Remember, surface dwellers can be cruel, but they're just like you and me. Yes, Sphere Neblin. Cruel to except you. And you see he now kind of like slowly walks over to the stairs and starts to ascend them as he just looks down like still still got rat blood all over his face too um just, you go up now it isn't a good idea for him to lead i'll take it and timber walks past him okay. saying that to wiswick Wait, wait, was was this the plan? We're letting Zafra decide? I'm saying in common. <laughs> no. 
as as Timber just walks past him up the stairs. Yeah. And and Scarlet will put her hood up and tuck her bright red hair into her hood and follow Timber. So uh, as you ascend these steps, you get to the, a point where Zafra is kind of leaning against the side. It's not a super narrow stairway. It's fairly wide, actually. Um, and you see just stone above you. But then you see Zafra kind of lean against the wall and with his big hand just push. And you see his hand go through the stone. And then he pushes up more. And he looks to you, Timber. And he says, this is the way. I don't understand you, but <laughs> I I go. Yeah, he said this <laughs> is the way. Yeah, but, but he doesn't speak oh, common. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Timber, like, slow, like, just staring at him, just slowly goes up. Yeah, and you, you kind of reach your hand up first, and your hand goes through the stone, and you peek your head up, and you can see he's lifted up a um like a like a, a stone um tile from from the floor above okay and as you look up you can see just sort of the like a couple feet away from you is a wall it's very dark in this 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 space that you're looking in um but you are in another level of the castle you can't see much from this angle it seems like it seems almost like it opens with the tile like you're, where you're facing a wall, but behind it might be more. Uh, probably the actual room is behind where the tile lifts up. Okay, uh, I want to. I'm gonna stick up his armor real quick. <laughs> okay. Um, I'd like to get up out of the hole and kind of just take a first glance around. You know, like head out first, then slowly the body and. Okay. Uh, do you want to make a perception check? I would. Ooh, hello. 18. Plus 18? 6. So that's uh, 24. Whoa. Okay. 24. That's like, that's Kieran eyes. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. My hold eyes. on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to play this fair. Do I have disadvantage because it's pitch black? Oh, are you playing are you playing darkness rules i am playing darkness rules so yes you would have disadvantage okay you don't have dark vision not yet um well it's it's still 16 i got a 10 didn't you used to no i have dark vision it's just you have naturally dark vision doesn't give you dark vision doesn't you still get disadvantage in dim light yeah, yeah. If you have dark vision and the light is dim, like it is in this current situation, well, yeah, you still have disadvantage as opposed to not being able to see at all. Um, Timber, actually, this the the light of this space. Once you look up, you can see some dim light in there. So I would say. Um, so I can go back to the twenty-four. Yes, uh, yes. I'll say yes because there is okay. some dim light in this region. It's not entirely pitch black darkness. Um, you, I'd say with that, you do notice that there are some, like, in the distance, some torches lit. Um, but they're kind of coming through. The room you're in is pitch darkness, um, but there is sort of a, there's a 
an opening doorway that leads out into a, long, a greater hallway where you can see some torchlight coming from um, that space. Um, with that 24, I would say the thing that at first you kind of like you, you peek around the stone tablet, you're disoriented because the whole space is dark, but then you see the torchlight kind of against the wall in the next chamber. And you kind of wait for a moment, curious, and then you hear like a, just a heavy footstep, just. And then you hear a very quiet footstep. That's just like boots hitting, hitting the earth. And then you see just faintly a, a shadow against the wall outside of the, the room where you can see there is some sort of hulking figure out there. That it, its silhouette is being pushed shadowed against the, uh, the torchlight wall. Okay. Torchlight and wall. They're being so, like, so the hallway. So I'm yeah. looking at, through a door to a hallway. Mm-hmm. And they're, they, they are both being silhouetted against in the hallway. You, you can't. You you see at least one large figure silhouette. They're not. No, no. Silhouetted is the wrong word. I, I I'd say a shadow is being cascaded from deeper in the the hall against the wall. So you're seeing um, torchlight that's ca- casting a shadow of the large creature against the wall. Okay. Because the room you're in is um, so you have your the room and then directly in front of you is the end of the hallway, and then it goes oh. to go down further. Got it. Thank you. Uh, I'm gonna peer back down. To where everybody is. Okay, so there are two individuals I can spot. One seems to be a large hulking figure, and the other seems to be a smaller, probably a beast tamer of some sort. Or, I don't know. But it's definitely, there are two, two, two footsteps. Large and small. The small ones sound like boots anyway I'm going to get up slowly follow my lead I cast pass without a trace and I I lower I make sure that my goggles are on just I don't think I said that that's a good call uh, I'd like to imagine that they make the I can't yeah. I can't emulate the noise, yeah. but you know what I'm talking about. I wish I could too, like Pee. Yeah, <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> Vizek, tell uh, Zafra to stay here. Zafra, stay behind us. There's scary things about Yes. Yes. If Zafra will see you again. Thank you. You'll see us. You'll see me again. Don't it's worry. Like, it's as you as you say that, and you step up. Like he seems to immediately close the the um the stone tile and disappears down below. So what you see when the stone tile comes down, it almost vanishes into smooth stone all around it. So that it's it's very difficult to spot where this. Uh, exit is so you're all in this smaller room looking out into uh, a hallway where there is torch light that you can see it is it is very high concentrations of bright light and a lot of dim light all around in the room how would you like to you're stealthing in are you trying to sneak around this these people or 
sneak up on them. Um, trying to figure out where they are, where we can go, and and then decide from there. And if we can get we, we, if we can get eyes on them too to see what they are, that would be also ideal. So getting that's what Timber would like to do, but Timber wants to lead the group. Um, after making a decision of what he sees up ahead. Okay. I Wiswick's going to quickly drop one of his magical socks of finding right where the exit is so he can keep track of it. Okay. Easy enough to do. Um, I'd like you all to make stealth checks just for having ascended into this room. Is it stony in this room? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did do we have pass without a trace? Did you say yeah. yes? Mm -hmm. Alright, cool. Twenty-five for Cal. Same. Twenty-five. Nice. Uh twenty-nine. Twenty. And Scarlet, what'd you get? Thirty-two. Thirty-two. <laughs> Um, okay. So, as far as you're concerned, you have not been heard as you just, you've ascended. You all at this point can hear in the next room, you can hear the. And then the occasional footfall of metal boots. They almost sound like heels um, in the next room. Um, Ooh. And just the, the, the very, like, like it's a sharp contrast between the and then the, just the tap the, the simple tap of these metal boots so timber you are moving up ahead to try to get a view of them yeah um just okay. peek around the corner see where they're at and where other areas lead to like other is, yeah. if there's any other doors so as soon as you look out into this opening, you can see you're kind of like Skyrim style, looking for where to hide um, and keep the, the stealth eye uh, closed. You can see immediately, well, first, the first challenge is there are two torches next to the door that you're exiting from. Um, uh, because of that, I, um, well, I'd peek around the corner first. Um, give me a perception check for peeking around the corner. Ooh, are you 18? 18. Okay, so, um, I mean, they're not, whoever, the people in here are not hiding, so just seeing, looking, you'll be able to see them. Um, the first thing that catches your eye is the hulking form. Um, they are, uh, very large bipedal creature. Um, hold up. There it is. Uh, it's very gaunt, despite its hulking size. So, like, its chest is almost, like, concaved in at the, uh, like, the diaphragm with, like, a larger muscular chest coming out. Um, it has this gray leathery skin all across that is in stark contrast to, like, these golden bands, almost on the arms that kind of wrap around that seem to be like its only form of like clothing or armor, so to speak. It's mostly its natural kind of gray leather hide. 
and these golden like ribbons almost wrap around the they wrap around the arms and then wrap around the, the, the chest and, and, and the waist area. Um, it has uh, these great big leathern bat wings on its back that just sort of are closed up behind it. Um, but they're, they're very large. Uh, its face is fe completely featureless, um, just completely featureless gray. And it has ears that look almost like elven ears where when light casts through them, the thin membrane of them, it's red, it's red-like, similar with the wings. Um, and then there are just these two great golden horns that come back, like uh, almost like Ebex horns. Um, and it is just sort of next to a humanoid frame that you can't get a lot of detail from at this distance because they're at the other end of the hallway, really. Um, but they are completely armored. It looks like they're wearing armor across their entire body. You see no sign of, of, of skin or flesh. Um, and they have kind of these plate shoulders um, that come down to these plate gauntlets. Um, they have a hood up and they seem to, it seems to be a part of their attire is robes that are over what seem to be plate armor, very Templar-like. Um, but you can't get a lot of details like coloring of the fabric or, um, or, or weaponry on them, but they seem to be just sort of investigating the room themselves with this large creature behind them. And what did you get again? You got an 18? I got a 18, yes. Yeah. So you would also notice that there are um, there are corpses on the ground that look like spherals. Um, Tim is going to stop and turn around. Okay, the Z's are not Zverald's. Um, Zverald's were killed on the inside. Um, um, how do we want? Holding the castle. They, they were until these two showed up. Wonderful. So my vote is to do what I like to do and just avoid combat, if we could. Isn't, isn't that our way in? Mm. By the John. <clears throat> yes. Spatially. Yeah. Set this for me again. Yes. So you have ascended. So yeah, so you say you have Drift March here. Yep. You've ascended from below, so you, you're not necessarily like on the main floor level where the bridge is. You're probably at another lower level of Drift March here. Um, Timber, you would have been able to see that there were some windows above. Okay. It's a very tall ceiling in that room. It seems like it's probably the first, like the first baseline level of the Drift March Fortress that kind of overlaps over the side of the cliff. That can kind of like a, a space beneath that you could probably look out more bunker like really than the top fortress part um so you've ascended onto the next layer of drift march with your assumption based on the size of drift march outside it's a very very big fortress so there may be there probably is at least one more layer above this one before you reach the bridge level but it's it's it seems to be a long hallway and timber you would have seen at the end near where they are there is a doorway there um, there are other doors on the sides that you're unsure of where they lead to 
Um, it's uh, it's just a, a long hallway. It has three pillars in it, Timber. One that is kind of crumbled down and, and somewhat destroyed and, 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 and leans against one of the walls. Um, you know, something just fell down in my kitchen. Um, um, it, it, uh, it, this room is like real old looking when you, when you looked in, like from what you could see in the dim torchlight, like there's some rubble around, like this is a space, like if you were in a museum for Drift March, this is the cordon off space because it's not safe for, uh, <laughs> uh, visitors to see. Um, and it's probably not where they were keeping, it's probably not where the Zveros were m mainly gathering, but maybe where they kept supplies or sensitive things that they wanted away from the, the, the upper upper layer. Um, you didn't see any supplies. You did see some broken down barrels and things like that. Um, the Zveril, you, the quick glance you saw, the Zveril corpses, you mainly just saw them. You didn't really get a chance to see like if they had gaping wounds on them, if they were arranged in any way. You just noticed that there were corpses in there in the dim light um, towards the center of the room. There are uh, torches along the walls, not in any, they don't seem to be placed in like uniform fashion. They almost seem like they've been placed haphazardly. There's one large brazier in the middle that is burning. Um, not very, it's not like a raging fire. It's, it's just sort of a small fire that's still, still going. Like it was probably, you know, if there's any indication that you might be able to get from these torches is that they were lit earlier in the evening and that whatever happened to these these people and these two creatures here must have been recent because of the, the way the torches are because the way the torches are so yeah it okay. must have been recent okay of course that makes sense yes Do you fresh fresh torches <laughs> at least one of them well so here's my concern if we make a move on them now and there are still ferals in the rest of the castle they're gonna hear that and they're gonna come down and make it a bigger issue for us right correct our, wait for them to keep going our only objective is to open the gate correct but i do think that this where's what go i mean did, did he say that that thing had bat wings i mean i did probably... I, I did say that it's probably from the hell world. That is my belief too. Um, I cannot so, summarize what that humanoid figure is. So, I mean, that thing is definitely bad news. Should we try and handle it after it no. takes care? You know, no. enemy of my enemy. No, Bizvik, we want to avoid combat. Yeah, exactly. All confrontation. Let him do the work. It's not There's gonna be conversation. Then so, how do you propose? I misunderstood. I am Here's sorry. Here's my Vizek. thought: because we have, we don't want to make a move until just before the gate needs to be opened. Not just before, but you know what I mean. Um, soon uh, before uh, the gate. Uh, <laughs> All right. Hourglass just went over. All right. <laughs> when they have the back's turns, I want to run in their direction. What? Why? I would say, just for reference, for the hourglass that just went down, um, it's Timber. You hear the turning around of the large creature. Oh, that's what I hear. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so no. when the hourglass is down, creature gets to to the end of the hallway. 
okay, uh, the creature is coming. Um, we need to either hide or... Um, there doesn't seem to be another room we can go to. So, yeah, um, retreat down the way we came. We have tons of time to do Okay, all right, let's let's go down. <laughs> Everybody, get back down. Yeah, so we so we just head back down far enough down the hallway. Okay, so you 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 search for it, you find it, and you pull the stone up, and you head back into the lower layer where Zafra is. I take my uh, sock. <laughs> so just for our reference. Because I so I think it's because I'm looking at the combat uh, camera that the viewers cannot see. You have yeah. us in like a side room. Yes, Are we correct. like in a side room of this long hall? Yes. Okay. So theoretically, this creature could have walked down the hallway and not seen us at all because we're in a side passage. Right. Actually, yes. Okay. But I figured if we would raise our voices, I figured we should just cut that off. So are we just going to wait then? No. Well, no. I think Tinga we need just to... went somewhere, so let's wait for him. <laughs> no, but I do he's think he's the only should... one that saw the room. He described it to you, though. <clears throat> okay. But yeah. So, based on what we know of how the castle's set up, right? This is a sub-level in the center, Sean, or yes. is this the gatehouse? No, this is the center. Okay. So we would have to come up through this thing fight our way up to the bridge level and then across the bridge to the gatehouse. Now, are we positive that's the only way up? Timber said that there's multiple doors, correct? In the yes, hallway? he said that there are other doors in the hallway. It's the only good. way, though, that you would have seen from the room you were in. Right. Does somebody want to make me invisible and I'll go scout it out? It's doable. Thank you. Um. Yeah, you do that. Uh, I think we also should uh, send a runner that that could be me back to report to the general on this because this is clearly some other something else is going on here, and it's possible he doesn't want to um, invade a castle with his troops that is currently held by a bad demon. <laughs> Most likely a fiend. Sure. Um, Perhaps uh, a demon or a devil? Didn't I just... I don't... None of this... This has no meaning to me. You're just and, saying words. Well, it should. I mean, I feel like they're real things, the abyss and the hells, right? So, like, yeah, that's, a, that's like a magic thing, though. Yeah, I would say that they don't... like, Except for maybe in some of your you know, more esoteric classes you may have took as a youth in, in Storm yeah. Rain. And you, at your attitude, you would have probably not paid attention in your uh, your planar uh, cosmic map class. So they're the planes, right? I go, how much does this affect me? And they go, pretty much not at all. And I go, sounds good. <laughs> have a good day. So, this well, is one of those moments where, Kiran, you would be able to be like, oh yeah, that's right, Cal is a 20-year-old human. Didn't I am pick a 200-year-old. <laughs> your ignorance something now is there now this demon so he does not seem to have any apparently it could be a fiend okay or a devil, i apologize fiend. or a demon 
They're different. So, demons and are both fiends, right? Fiend is the general term. It has ears. It doesn't have any other facial features. Right. Oh yeah. Which we means. Moved. Were you here when we moved? No. They they oh, went. Yeah. They decided to go back into the tunnel beneath, uh, so that you could talk without fear of the monster hearing you. Ah uh, yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they also, while you were gone, uh, Alex, they talked about making Scarlet invisible so she can stealth up and, and investigate some of those side rooms and maybe the end of the hallway. Hmm. I have another proposal as well, but I'll wait till your time. Uh, no, not that, that, that is it. But it, 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 it hears based on sound, not sight. So invisibility will not help unless the little one relies on sight. So, how long do we have until we, the gate needs to be open? Six hours and forty-eight minutes, probably at this point. <laughs> how long does? That sounds right. How long does invisibility last? One An hour. hour. Oh. Well, if you wanted to get this over with quickly, we can wait until it's time can make me invisible, and I can go let down the gate, mm. and we'd be done with it. You can send a message to the general, telling him that's what we're doing, and to be on the lookout. I mean, that sounds great, Scarlet. You think you're up for it? Can, uh, how big is oh. this gate? Can you single-handedly open the gate? I don't think it's the kind of gate you just yeah, it's, it's, I think it's pretty sure I'll figure it out. Perhaps turn a winch. I mean, I could. Sean, how much would I know about a uh, uh, siege architecture? Um, not a lot about this castle, probably. Yeah. Um, you would know that it is a, is typically a, like a winch kind of situation for larger gates. Um, so, here's my only concern about that. Um. If you, if this is a situation where it's not just pull a lever, right, but is a, you have to work to, to open it, you're going to be there clearly impacting a thing, even if you are invisible. So if there is anyone still on the gate, any spheres, sphere, I would have said it right, um, they, uh, uh, you're not going to have anyone covering you and they'll be able to attack you freely. Well, how many people can go invisible? <clears throat> We I can probably manage one cast of it, but I could also disguise people or myself. I think either way. I think what I think honestly, what we need most right now is information. So I think going Correct. invisible now and scouting out is more beneficial than than that later. Agreed. Fine. Information is valuable. Let's initiate this. So let's do that. Somebody, um, Kiran slaps his hand, light gently slaps his hand on her face and casts invisibility. Why does it have to be the face every time? Uh, your, your pure essence of your connection to the divine. I don't know. Just, it's fun. Just, can you try it not on my face the next time, please? No. 
<laughs> All right, as you watch the the, the light face sort is of, uh... the second most like a moon. <laughs> Haven't you ever heard of the faces of the moon? <laughs> I'm not going to pick your I'll show you a moon. <laughs> so in this very serious moment, uh, <laughs> you get slapped in the face. No, uh, you, you you feel the magic come over you as you all see Scarlet disappear at this point. Um, so remind me, Scarlet, you you what are you doing? You are going up above to get more information. Yep, I'm gonna go scout in that room to see if there's another way like up um now shannon's not very good at visual things but scarlet would be so <laughs> that's that's fair as um, um uh, as cal is is going to lift the stone for her to, to crawl out of uh he's going to be saying like get as far as you can towards the gatehouse try and get as many just get as much information about everything as possible if there are still spherules in there try and get their numbers if you can Good luck, as he lifts the stone up. If you see a drow, run! Remember, you only have one hour. I'm going to say that you they, have said your this, they said this all before you ascended, so they're not screaming yep. up into a very high ceiling uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, no, hallway I, there. I, was, I was walking well. Definitely, like, definitely waiting oh, for the no, next no. one echoes. was not talking about you, Cal. I was talking about the other two idiots who were shouting from <laughs> the bottom of the stairs. <laughs> You only have one hour. Be careful. Be home for supper. Sure, be, very be very quiet. <laughs> um, so Scarlet, you... you forgot your lunch. <laughs> <laughs> so Scarlet, it is very. Uh, you immediately feel the tension as you hear the stone below you. You know that you're alone up here now with these two creatures. Um, so what, what? how do you want to approach this? All right. So, so you can use the battle map as a reference. Yeah. Alex, if you want to throw the battle map up for folks. Sure. Um, can you so, point out where doors are? Yes. Um, so there is essentially, if you want to kind of, do you want to step out and just look? Yeah. Okay, since you are invisible? Yep. Okay. So. Scarlet, I say that you, you step out from here, because there's a door mm -hmm. here, and you mm -hmm. immediately kind of like come and hide behind this pillar. Yep. Uh, give me a perception check. 21. 21, okay. So, a few things that you would notice. You would immediately notice kind of peeking around. Um, well, first of all... Ah. <laughs> This guy, this this fiendish creature, is right here. Uh, cool. It's, uh, it's moving away from him. So it's not looking at you. So you can see it moving away, kind of walking around, heading back towards its master. Um, you would notice all the things that uh, that he had mentioned that it is featureless face. It has these. These bat-like ears, bat-like wings, um, with this gold, like, it doesn't look like armor or metal. It just looks almost like, uh, like, um... Like ribbons? Like, like ribbons, yeah. They're all around its body. Um, the glitter in the, uh, the torchlight. Um, and then the two massive, swirly golden ebex horns that come off of its head. Um, you would notice that there are six doors, three on one side, three on the other. 
there and then there is a door at the end of the hallway where you can see and what did you roll on your, your perception again 21 okay so you can't quite make out all the details of the humanoid you kind of are like i say you're like leaned up against the wall of the uh the pillar and you're like looking over mm-hmm, trying mm-hmm. to hold your breath a little bit let out your your very quietly um do give me a stealth check real quick oof 15. I would say there's a point where you look around the corner and you see some detail of the humanoid. They are wearing um, like dark red robes over dark plate armor. Um, it's like a, it's got a, uh, a black and red motif to their appearance. Um, and you can see that the, there's the red hood over their head, and you see them turn and look towards the creature. And what throws you off for a moment is the mask. It's not a pallet mask. It's a plate helmet that looks ancient. It's got like pocked rust all over it. Um, it has like some like. Uh, um, just just a lot of oxidation to this mask to the metal of this mask to the point where it looks like it should fall apart if someone touched mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that's most distinct about it and scarlet doesn't know what this is is a cross guard in the center of the mask that is glo- um, is glowing shannon knows what it is a bright a bright color yeah. um It is glowing like a blue color. Sean, um, you say cross guard. Yeah. Yeah, that's not the right term. It's 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 a yeah. uh, just a cross uh, opening on the helmet that is emanating a blue glow. Um, cross guard is not the right word for that. <clears throat> uh, I had suspicions. Um, but yes, the the color is is this bright blue color. And RKL, <laughs> they're and, not they're not court robes right no i mean for a second you're like thinking about that because you yeah. just noticed the red and you're like the court but yeah. it's not okay um, i would say when the, the figure turns around and looks to the creature and looks up at it the creature doesn't like say anything it doesn't say anything to the creature um give me well no actually the reason i started describing this is because you technically didn't succeed in your stealth roll um, oh no! <laughs> uh, you notice as you see the the two figures, you kind of for a moment like, like you have like a gasp very lightly, and then like pull yourself over behind because you look at the person looking around, and just the magic seems really intimidating in that point. You you only catch what I just described for their visuals, and you hear like some of the stone move beneath your feet, scatter across, and it's not it's something that in, in a normal situation. Like just like the grinding of stone beneath your boot is not going to cause much disturbance, but there's very tall ceilings here, and you hear it just mm-hmm. echoes, and you just see the creature. And you the the figure. You hear some light speech come from the figure that is a language you've never heard before. You're still invisible, though. Uh-huh. 
what they <laughs> have not moving. But they have heard something, and this creature is heading back. Fuck. All right. Um, as it gets closer, I'll like edge around the pillar other side. Like I know I'm invisible, but like I don't want it to like accidentally walk into me. Oh yeah, you're gonna you're gonna Frodo it when he's hiding yeah. from the cave troll. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're gonna move around. That's your one. It... Yeah, yeah Lord of the Rings reference one. Yeah. <laughs> Give me another stealth roll. That's better. Uh, twenty-four. You kind of hold your breath and you put yourself up against the the the, the stone of the pillar as you just hear this creature. The way it, it like you just hear this like deep inhaling that has this vibrato to it there's it, it, and you can kind of actually almost get a quick glimpse of the creature in its face where timber soft featureless you can see there are no eyes and the, the face kind of like comes up to these like really sharp cheekbones that kind of have like the skin is almost like stretched across it yeah. and you can see like holes in the skin mm-hmm. that are that are like vibrating where it's like as it seems to almost be sensing the uh, this uh, this like it's a it's a big nose demon no <laughs> <laughs> no but like it's very frightening looking and so past the like horror to what you see like this creature you can see its claws now are very sharp um it has no weapon on it it just has these large claws and it's like strange gaunt inhuman form that's almost like a mockery of the humanoid form but with that roll, it seems to not notice you as you just see it looking around, just this very aggressive inhaling sound. I'm not moving until it goes away or moves away. It takes a little while and it does kind of like, there's one point where it like steps into the corner and you watch it look into the room where you came from, and then starts to head back towards the its master, so to speak. Okay. So you said there's three doors on the left and the right. Okay. <laughs> uh, yes. So there's a door directly across from you. Okay. And there's doors in the middle. Uh huh. And there's doors over here. Okay. And then there's a door back here. Okay. Um, based on I'll leave it up to you to know how much Scarlet would know about the layout, but would I know what side would potentially be closer to the gatehouse? So, based on, I, I guess, give me an an, um, an insight check because you haven't like you've been underground for a little bit and you haven't really like yeah. looked out. You don't one hundred percent might not one hundred percent know your orientation right now. Eight. Okay, so you're not sure where the gatehouse is. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing you're sure of is that you are not up to the bridge yet. Okay. So, like, none of these doors will lead to the gatehouse. They may have stairs in them that lead up. But all you yeah. know from what you can basically ins- insight from this is that yeah. you are on the lowest level. You'll need to get up at least maybe one, maybe two more levels before you get to the gatehouse level. Okay. Well, I guess I better just start looking. I'm going to, like, ping pong across... So I'll go to the one directly across from me first. Okay. 
so they do have you know this one is this one is open like the one you came from mm-hmm. the other four have doors to them okay. um it's just wooden basic doors they're they're very old wooden doors that are yeah. like you know they're they're like warped and some of them like they look like they've just seen much better days and they're twisted and and and, and rotting mm-hmm. um you can presume actually when you get closer that the doors of these rooms had completely rotted off or broken off and they've just been ripped off um the inside of this room um so it's it's very similar to the room you just came from it's very okay. small it's probably like uh 10 by by 10 or 10 by 15 and there's there's a lot of um you see this room has been turned over like uh like it's been emptied out of whatever was in it um there's you know empty barrels that have been knocked over you see scraps of supplies so like you see like you know like some some water that was spilled out of one barrel you see some uh you know a single sack of grain that has been like ripped open and spilled out uh this seemed to have been some kind of supply room that was very recently emptied all right um then i will uh, i'll scoot over to the right and i will go for the door on the same side The next door on the same side yeah okay so you see kind of an upturned table that you can hide behind okay. as you get closer i need you to give me a stealth check and if you would like a per- you can you can give me a perception check as well okay the perception check is a disadvantage though because you're focusing on stealthing all right well my stealth was a natural 20 so that's a 30 and perception was a natural one so I'm real stealthy, yeah. but I can't see anything. You're a little, I'd say you're a little too afraid at this point to really be able to look. You actually like, you try to look, but you see that that light coming from it, emanating from that um, that helmet that just immediately you're like, I can't look, I gotta get down. And you duck down beneath this, this, this side table. So essentially there's a table that you can sort of see right here. Yep. That you're kind of like crouched down behind. Yep. The door is right in front of you. It is a wooden door. It is closed. It's closed. Handle? Uh, yeah. There's there is a handle on it with a with a lock. Okay. With a keyhole, a keyhole at least. Yeah. All right. I will very very carefully and quietly try to turn the handle to see if it opens. Give me. Stealth check. Ooh. Oh, God. Okay. 28. Okay. So you are very quiet when you go up to turn this door door handle. Um, but the rust of how old this door doorknob is just screeches <sighs> in the hall. But you're rolled high enough stealth where you don't just like keep going you stop (laughs) (laughs) you stop as soon as it starts to make noise um the big creature doesn't seem to move okay but you hear as the the other figure seems to be heading in your direction okay um i will 
back up. Um, I'll back up against the wall. Um, maybe like, yeah, yeah. Up to the side. Mm-hmm. All right. So you kind of flatten yourself up against the wall to the side as the, the as the figure starts to head towards you. Watch them approaching closely. You can hear kind of like this constant staticky sound coming from the light in their cross guard. Just sort of a almost like almost not exactly, but kind of like the humming of a lightsaber. Maybe, maybe like the, the ferocity of like Kyler Ren's lightsaber, that sort of sound coming uh-huh. buzzing from it. Um, Ooh, cool. <laughs> uh, but they start to slowly approach you and you see them looking around and you're leaned up against the wall, flattened. They look right at you. Oh, fuck. fuck. What do you, what do you do? Um, you have, you have six seconds I to do something. Try and dive into the door and try and close it behind me. The door that you couldn't open before, or I guess you didn't try to really open it. Open it. Yeah. Did it like? Yeah. Did it, it open? It, it, or was it, it didn't. It didn't. You didn't get far enough on the. Oh, it wasn't. Definitely wasn't locked because you could okay. feel it start to turn. Yeah. Um, so All you right, want to well, dive into the room? Yeah. And just try and like, it's slam the door behind me and yep against it. I don't know. That's what she would do. <laughs> Thank okay. you. Okay. All right. All right. So. All right. So. <clears throat> If I, if Cal, like he would have been doing, we just didn't get a chance to address it. Yeah. Uh, I would be right under the, the thing that I just let her out of. I would yes. be paying attention and trying to listen. Okay. Just so you know. Okay, give me a quick uh, perception check. Yeah, that's pretty good. This roll brought to you by Town and Claw. Town and Claw. 19. <laughs> okay. 19 plus something. No, it's decent. <laughs> Three. Twenty-two. Sorry, I just saw the Zeal Zaddy in ch- chat saying beardless men are not okay on a paradise stream. And I and, and I just want to promise everyone <laughs> in the stream the beard will return. I also don't like having a naked face. I've gone too far. Uh but um, we all shave in solidarity. <laughs> but anyway, Cal, these creatures you don't want to are, see my doughy ass. Sorry. <laughs> these creatures are not trying to be particularly stealthy, so you could definitely here there's different points when you're concerned about going up or not because you hear like the creature like coming uh it's very much like when you're like stealthing in any game and you just like are going off of the sound and you're around the corner but then it calms down the i would say that at this point you do hear enough of a commotion that you would think like Oh shit, that's like a thing that's happened because you would immediately hear the screech of the doorknob open as she pushes the door open and slams it behind her. You would hear the slam, you would immediately hear as the the, the larger monster is heading over toward to join this humanoid. Um, Scarlet, Mm. you are able to dash quickly towards this door. Um, The creature creature the um the humanoid that you see uh would immediately attempt to cast something at you but but the way you're dashing and the invisibility mm-hmm. would cause it to um what's that? 
Okay. Uh, the, you see a, a fire bolt, not fireball, fire bolt just shoots past you mm-hmm. and hits the stone next to the door as you slip in, open the door, roll in, push it closed, and put your back against it. Yep. You're still invisible, but uh, they are outside the door. And you look, <laughs> and there's just a storage room, like Fuck. the last one. <laughs> it wasn't even <laughs> worth it. <laughs> Um, cool. But Cal, you would definitely hear the commotion. You would definitely hear the fireball shooting off. You would definitely be able to like be like, oh, shit's going down. Yeah. Okay. So I would uh, turn to everyone and go, ah. and then open, lift the store, the stower, lift the stone. Uh, okay. And fucking, uh, all right, let's go. Track and roll. All right. I will need everyone to oh, keep an initiative roll. Sorry, guys. Ooh, hey. Oh boy! Oh boy! What are you so uh, excited about? I got a net twenty, boy. Me too. Nice. What's that? It's Me something too. that Kieran doesn't get for dexterity rolls. What? What? I'm. I just was being an asshole, and you were supposed to be like, "Hey." Screw you, Alex. And I was supposed to be like, ha, 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 you reacted to my mean response. All right. Uh, but Flawless I get... delivery. Flawless. It was, These are, these are actually. Uh, had 20s, honestly. Uh, 20 to 25. <laughs> 24. No, yes, 24. Oh. No, I, I, I think you got to go a little higher because I got a 27. Jesus. Ooh. You get a plus seven to initiative? Yes. He has his intelligence. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was like, Wizwick, wait. Oh, wait, no, that's right. Okay, so Wizwick Timber. I think so much, I go move fast. You know, that's how that <laughs> um, yeah. All right, uh, 15 to 19. 27. Uh, no, sorry, 17. Jesus. <laughs> 17. Okay. Oh, 19. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then, um, Kiron, what'd you get? Eight. <laughs> I also don't have my armor on. I was just gonna say you need to put that back on. <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna take it's, another it's, ten no, minutes. No, his AC's low enough. Like, who cares? He can just okay. die. No. Um, shit, where'd it go? Okay, so that is a eighteen. All right, um, Wizwick, you are up first, and then Timber, you are on deck. Uh, okay, can I get in visual range with my movement? Uh, let's see, so you guys, I'm, I'm just putting you down, saying you had enough time during that kind of round where Scott was jumping in and stuff. Um, so, Wizwick, let's see. Fire. Yes, you would be able to get within visual range of the, uh, you could get right here on this side of the pillar, which would give you visual range of the enemies. Uh, can I go next to the pillar, like kind of almost hiding behind it? Uh, yes, you can actually. You could definitely be able to peek out and be able to, uh, have, um, I would say half cover, uh, behind that pillar. Awesome. Uh... I will do that, and I will also cast uh, Fireball. (laughs) 
fireball. Fireball. Yeah. Jesus Christ. All right, Wizwick, go ahead and roll the damage for that. What's uh, well, what type of uh, saving throw? Anyone else in the castle knows we're here now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, there was already magic that was shot off. I'm just retaliating. Okay. It just happens to be a very large retaliation. Um, I'm going to go with ice. We're going to hit him with a giant ball of frost. Is that going to go through the door? Hopefully. I mean... Rude. So rude. What's, uh, what type of saving throw? Put your armor on. The saving throw will be... Spend the next ten rounds putting your armor on. I guess <laughs> constitution or strength. We could do strength. We'll do hail. Hail, okay. Strength, okay. You know, a hail ball. Yeah, it's a big crystal. A big so, ice crystal that shatters and dashes down on them. So the archmage uh, creature... <laughs> the magic boy uh, got a nat 20 um, and uh, the big big boy got a natural one so full damage to the the uh, the bigger boy the aberrant horror and okay. uh, how the other one so I we were all wrong a... we called it a fiend we called it a demon <laughs> and it's actually an aberrant horror um I, I I just need. We're entering combat, and I know this is going to be intense. I I just need. I really need to use the bathroom. <laughs> it's it's okay, Sean. People okay. have I to use do the math anyway. So while you're doing math, uh, Timber, you are on deck. Then Cal, so you guys can plan for your rounds when I get back in ten seconds. All right, I lost one dice, so I'm going to re-roll it. Are you? So I think that the problem with today's youth is they're just. It's the whole. They shouldn't have grown up with the internet. That's what it is. They shouldn't have grown up with the internet. Really? I thought it was the problem yeah. with lack of fruit. And that's awesome. There's a there's a ton there's a lack of fruit right now. There's a it's a drought. A dearth? Is there a dearth? A, a dearth, yeah. Exactly. A, a and, and and there's not enough Yeah. These kids What's are fruit? not getting enough natural sugars from their fruit. And that's oh, why they're so nuts. That's why they pee their Don't pants all the time. At all. When's the last time we actually <laughs> talked about fucking DD? What is that? When we play it. Alright, I'm sorry, I meant when's the last time we actually talked like strategy? Um oh, I don't know, yeah. we don't need to. Oh, we are uh, basically we, zero table talk. We uh, we walk in there, be like Exactly. I wrote so many arcana checks before. How many is so many? I'd be like, I'm gonna attack you. It's pretty good. I got 35 damage if anyone cares. Uh, Sean, Sean, we, we, we figured out how we're gonna kill everything. Oh, good, good. Yeah. Five. Planned it perfectly. We planned it perfectly the entire time you were gone. <laughs> all right, I can't wait to see what you do. Um, all right, 35 damage, you said? Yep, cold damage. Cold damage. Oh, let me double Burr. check. Okay. Maybe people ate more Cheerios. All right. So you watch as this this these icy frost just explodes around them. You watch as the the um, 
the mage, kind of for flavor reasons, just sort of brings up somewhat of a shield, a uh, magical shield that pierces, you know, through and covers most of it, but it gets hit by quite a bit of it. They get hit by quite a bit of it and takes half damage. The the creature seems to just take the brunt of it, and it seems to not quite deal as much damage as it should, but it does deal damage. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, it also starts to split open the door. Um, so, Scarlet, the watch as the door behind you starts to fall to pieces, um, and, and there are big chunks shot out of it. It's, the door itself is not completely blown off, but, like, it's pretty much not a door anymore. It's pretty much like a saloon door. Uh, <laughs> but, um... That's but it yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, at least, you know, this big thing definitely can't fit into that room. Um. Well, the big thing can't. You can still cast spells through it. All right. Timber, you are up, and then Scarlet, you're on. Or, uh, sorry, Cal, you're on deck. Um, Sean, as a, as, a, as a minor action, can I... Uh, if, if Wiswick is willing... Can I snatch a dagger off of him? Uh, Wizwick, do you have daggers kind of hanging off of you, or are they in your bag? Uh, I would imagine that they are with, like, quickly to grab, but they're, like, in a pouch on my bag. Got it. However, I probably only have one, and it's probably mine. Yes. <laughs> you gave a... Did you have two before? Because you gave a dagger to uh, Zafra. That's right. Okay, so okay. you have one. Okay. Um, All right, never mind. So, okay. Uh, I mean, I'm not holding it. You could do that. Okay. Well, I'd like to just walk by and be like, just grab it, look at him, and be like, I have this. Mine. Say, I'd allow it. I'd allow it. Okay. Um, I want to... I don't know. Where is he positioned? I'm sorry. So, where's where? It's kind of hard to see because of the light. Wizwick is behind this pillar here. Got it. Right here. You are right here, so you can easily... Yeah. 25, 25 to get to him, and then you have the rest of your movement. I am going to cast Hex on the big boy, giving him constitution um, disadvantage. disadvantage. And okay. I'm going to huck huck the dagger and the ink swell. At uh, the big, big guy. At the big boy. All right, go for it. Don't do it. I think I didn't do it. Like you said, I got a sixteen for the first one. What's uh, the range on a dagger, by the way? I don't. I never remember. Oh wait, no, no. It's it's actually twenty. Holy shit. Twenty six. And disadvantage sixty. Yeah. So you can get you'd have to get a little closer or suffer the disadvantage. Oh, I'll, I'll get closer. Screw it. Okay. Cool. How much movement speed do you have left? You use twenty-five. I uh, then I have fifteen left. Wait, would that would that give me twenty? Yes, it would actually just get you within twenty. Okay. Feet of that. All right. All right. Well, that's sixteen for the first one. Anyway, that just hits. All right, I'm just gonna roll the second one for now. Go for it. Uh, that's not gonna hit. That's a nice ten. Um, sorry, so 
Sorry, uh, Wizwick, your dagger's somewhere else. Gone forever. <laughs> <laughs> these, uh, these damage dice are pretty good, though. Um, that's, a uh, good old nine piercing damage and five necrotic damage. Five necrotic and how much? Nine piercing. Okay, and this was Wizwick's dagger? No, this was the, the kunai. Cool, 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 cool. All right. All right, so you watch as these, uh, um, the shadows of your hex kind of latch onto the creature, and you can see kind of the smoky shadow all around kind of trying to latch on and, and pull the creature down as your Inkswell dagger flies across, uh, or your kunai flies across and pierces right into its chest as you see the, the shadows almost like gather around it to... to deal that extra necrotic damage the necrotic damage seems to not quite deal as much as it should um but the piercing damage because of the hex weapon is uh, magical so it does deal full damage all right and what was the second one again oh i missed oh okay. i missed that attack. yeah yeah uh you hear it skitter, skitter skitter across the stone floor into the distance okay anything else timber that's everything all right, Cal, you are up. So I think... Yeah. The only thing I can do here is... Uh, I think I'm just going to dash. Yeah. To get... Um, get in behind one of the... Or as close to those enemies as I can. Which should be about. You can get up. You can get up to either of them. Which one do you want? To get up to. The wizard uh, is right here. The creature is right here. Yeah, you know what? I'll um. Yeah, no, there's fine. I'll put pressure on the wizard. Okay. All right, and that is your turn, correct? You got it. Okay, so the wizard now is going to see a barrage of. Um, of folks coming in to, to help out with, with, with their current predicament. Um, Cal, up close now, you can see you can see the form of the wizard. They're wearing um, heavy plate armor um, underneath this crimson robe. Uh, you can see the sigil on the chest is, um, is these very sharply pointed. Uh, uh, there is um, uh, seven points uh shooting out that are these jagged uh long um they almost look like uh really crudely made blades but it is uh, uh golden in color and then you see the center is a gold just a golden circle in the center of the seven pointed star the seven pointed star it's very it looks like a perverted version of the it looks like a dark version of the gwyn sigil got it um as the other thing I was going to ask is, Zendariel's eight points, right? Zendariel's eight points, yeah. Um, so, he looks to you immediately, seeing kind of uh, Timber behind you and, and maybe spotting Wizwith peeking out. Um, and they are going to um, immediately cast... Uh, you see the visor... Or the, uh, the 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 cross in the face immediately loses its light, 
um, as this uh, suddenly you hear the crackling of fire um, behind you uh, as you see the figure brings up a gauntlet that is this very the gauntlet is a similar aged look to the helmet the armor is all looks very ancient um, and like it could crumble at any point but it's being held together um, the hand comes up as you see these arcs of fire rip, rippling around the fingers as you, you suddenly the room lights up and behind you if a firewall erupts Fireballs. Oh, Sean's like, I bought this. Gotta show it off. <laughs> it's actually my dining room plate. Looks like a, I don't know what, a napkin. I'd use wall of fires as coasters. It looks yeah. an awful lot like fire. But... Yeah, but I mean, Sean's house is made of Dwarven Forge, so like, I don't know. What yeah. function just, this just, would perform in his house? Yeah, yeah. just like, oh, look, a, a fireball grew off of this tree in my house. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so um, then I will need uh, Timber to give me oh. a dexterity saving throw. Oh. That's a lot of fire. Ooh, I'm going to swoop by that with a 25. Oof. Okay. All right, so you're only going to take half damage. So sad. As you leap back and take. Not the fur! <laughs> uh, uh, 12 points of fire damage. Oh, is um, that halved? That is halved, yes. Um, Alright, so. Yeah. It, that's all the, the wizard does on their turn as he rubs this firewall behind you, Cal, to try to split you from your party members. Can. Is it possible. Um, if it is, uh, for me to dodge on the other side, <laughs> you continue drinking that beer. <laughs> or if, um, I don't know what you're drinking. <laughs> I would say I would say yes, you can, but it would require you to dive through the fire, so I'll give you disadvantage on the saving throw. <sighs> so you just have to re-roll the saving throw if you want to do that, if you want to risk that. Well, I'm going to have to go through it anyway, so... So go ahead and give me another roll for the saving throw. Oh, uh, that's an 18. It's the wizard's concentration. 18. Um, yep, that that uh, just makes it safe. Cool. Because you are able to jump through with only taking that. Uh, oh. That half. That half. Oh, LG. Okay. okay. Um. So that is the uh, mage's turn. Scarlet, you are up. So you would be able to see now through the broken brokenness of the door. You could see Cal. First of all, there'd be this light that erupts from the firewall. And you would see Cal engaged up against the wizard, his, his sword out ready for his next move. And you would see Timber kind of rolling out from the fire and landing um, right right behind Cal. You see like singeing fur and, and smoke coming off. Um, as you see, the wizard is not looking at you right now and the beast, the big large creatures behind the wizard. All right. Um, so. He is engaged. They are engaged with Cal. So yeah. sneak attack is on. Yeah. Um, 
so she'll think for a second about like making a run for the door at the far end. Yep. Um, and then she won't. And she, is it cool? I'm doing this for flavor. I want to like barrel roll through the broken door and like huck my uh, dagger of return at the uh, the uh, battle mage. Yeah. So try to make an attack roll. And is your plan to keep moving past that after you 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 attack? Uh. I guess mm -hmm. you probably gotta decide once if it hits or not. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so go ahead and roll the attack. Seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, one second. Wait. Where is my freaking shit? Uh, seventeen. Um. Oh, where's my... 17 does not hit. But the armor's rusty. Well, that's what, I guess that would be something you would note that's weird, is you would expect the armor to start to disintegrate around as your dagger does hit and just sort of bounces off, like skids across the shoulder and then cool. back into your hand. <sighs> All right. Uh, bonus action, switch hands and try it again. Nope, that's lower. Okay, so dagger. Damn it. Um, okay, so you're still uh, you kind of barrel rolled out of the room. So you are behind. I'd say you're behind the table. Yeah. Kind of threw it out there from the table, uh, yeah. and unfortunately, it just you watch as the lights kind of are glinting off the armor and just. <laughs> and this is uh, a formidable foe. Yeah. Um. Kieran, you're up. Woo! How long would it take me to put on my medium armor that is five minutes to dawn? <laughs> would it take five minutes? I'm gonna... I'll allow you to don your armor. No, um, it's okay. You know what? No, Kieran's uh, beef... Uh, brave. He's brave. Okay, okay. So then, yes, it would take you 50 rounds to don your okay. armor if you... <laughs> If you were to just uh, use the five minutes to don it. So. Kiron curses the need for stealth. Uh, and uh, yeah, he curses it and walks out so that and he's you need in the some, room proper. You need some yellow Drake medium armor. Uh, yeah, right? Well, I really, I need heavy armor is what I need. Yeah. Because I'm proficient. But, uh, so what are you doing? Yes, yeah, so going to head up the room. Immediately see the firewall for you. You can only see Wizwick on your side. Everyone else is, you assume, is on the other side. Sorry. Um. Oh, so I can't. Would I be able to see the wizard? On yes, the other because side? it is um, firewall is. I believe. Let me just double check. Is opaque, so you can see through it. Okay. Um. So you. Yes. So. Uh, do, 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 do. Wall is opaque, so yes, you can see through it. All right. Uh, Imagine it's like through the licking of the flames, you can see. Yep. The yep, other yep. Side. Through the fire and flames. We carry on. <laughs> okay. No. I okay. Uh, we're gonna start off strong and cast uh, level three guiding bolts at 
the wizard. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Go ahead and roll to attack. Yeah. Ooh, 17. 17 does not hit. All right. Uh, um, ooh. If I bonus action uh, Steps of the Brave, can I get over that firewall? Yes, you can. Because the, the ceiling is 30 feet tall and the firewall is only 20 feet tall. So you could definitely get over it. Uh, dim light, right? Yes. Then no, never mind. Oh, Fire, yeah. we're creating bright light all around it. Poopy. Um, all right, gonna kind of like get up behind that pillar with Wizwick. Mm -hmm. Just be like, by the undying court, I feel useless. He says, grasping his glaive, looking around naked and afraid. Oh boy. All right, that brings us to the ad aberrant horror. Okay, so the creature is going to. It is going to go up to. Let's see. All right, so the first thing it's going to do is it's going to outstretch those bat wings and start to just lift itself over and land on this other side. And it's going to go for um, uh, two attacks on cow. First one is not so great. Uh, that is a uh, 13 to hit. Get out of my house. <laughs> oh, shit. I better start using my Talon and Claw Dice. Uh, that is can't a... be the word Talon, right? Talon. Nope. You said, well, yeah, you said it right there. You said Talon. Like, you, Talon. you do it every time. You go, my Talon and Claw. All right, well, change this five, this natural five to natural 20 now. Uh, it misses both attacks as it comes, you see these two big claws come crashing towards you and you're able to avoid them. Um, that is the Adricor's turn. It is now Wizwick's turn. Timber, you're on deck. I'm assuming, because it's kind of a mess of minis in there, that I can't hit both of them if I was going to cast Shatter without hitting a friend. Uh, oh, without hitting a friend, no. Yeah, your friends are all like clustered in within five feet of both of them. Five and ten I, feet of both of them. Because what, what is the radius on Shatter? Uh, so it's a ten-foot radius? Yes. So yeah, so, you would have to hit... You, if you tried to get both of them, you would end up hitting either, either Scarlet or you would end up hitting uh, Cal and Timber. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Uh... Instead, I think I'm going to cast just a regular shatter on targeting the mage, the the archmage, and just like aiming it so it's uh, like up the hallway so it only hits her or him or whoever that is. Okay, so, so you are casting regular shatter? Yeah, we're going to give it a try. Constitution saving throw DC 15. Okay. All right. DC 15, con. Mm -hmm. uh, that is a natural seven, so they do not succeed. 
Okay, is any of that rusty armor non-magical? Because if it is, it takes double damage. Um, so you're, it's, it's, it's if it's wearing any non-magical armor, right? Yeah, a non-magical object oh, that isn't being worn or carried also takes the damage if it's in the spells area, so I guess I'm very wrong. I'm still rolling okay, damage, though. No. <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, yeah. Uh, pretty good rolls. Um, eight, six, and a five. Eight, six, and a five. Okay, and that's going to be the normal thunder damage? Yes. Okay. So, you all watch kind of, like, this, uh, this just booming sonic boom hits right behind the mage, almost, like, pushing them forward a little bit as you see this loud bang echoes through the hall as you just see some of, like, the flakes of the armor come shooting off, but, but the, uh, but it, and it does take the full damage. What was it again, the damage? Uh, nine, I want to say 19. Uh, hold on. 8, 6, 5. Uh, yeah, 19. 19, all right. Oof, that's a lot. All right, so, uh, anything else, Wizwick, as this shattering boom just knocks the mage forward and you see the armor kind of uh, spewing off rust. Uh, is at the edge of the wall of flame, does it go all the way to the wall, or does it cut off right at the edge? Uh, Can no, no, it's through? no, it's straight through, wall to wall. Okay. Uh, I go back into the hallway, uh, it, where I came from. I took a picture. Um, <laughs> all right, so you're gonna slink back into the hallway. Yep. Okay, you could definitely do that. Uh, all right, Timber, you are up. Cal, you are on the deck. Um, I am going to cast Hexblade's Curse on the big boy. All right. Bonus action. Yep. Um, I'll soon. Correct. Uh, I'm looking. Where can I get flanking with either Cal or I, I'm sorry, I'm I'm trying to find out where Cal is right now. Oh, you can either you can you could flank with Cal or Scarlet. So okay. Scarlet is right here, within five feet. Oh, okay, right I'm gonna here. just oh I'm, so, do, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it with Scarlet then. Boom. Okay, so yeah, so then you can go right here. Um, minis are getting real close to each other. They are. Uh, I am going to swipe, swipe. Go for it. Twenty-four for the first one. Yeah. And that is. Eight piercing damage. No, 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 no. Eleven piercing damage and two necrotic damage. Okay. Next attack. And I'm gonna use a key point to try to stun it. Okay, and and just you have the key empowered strikes, right? So your attacks are magical. They are not. So you guys are level. They are not. No. Oh, because you multi-class. That's right. Okay, so then, how much was the damage on that first strike again? 
It was three 11. necrotic, you said? It was one necrotic. One necrotic, okay. And, and then 11. nine piercing, or ten piercing? Eleven. Eleven piercing? Yes. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Just checking, because your piercing attacks are not dealing as much damage. Your splashes are not dealing as much as they should against the creature, because it is resistant to non-magical piercing and all that jazz. Slashing. Um, but Slashing, yes. Thank you. Um, but stunning strike, you said, right? Yep. Constitution. That's con? Yep. Okay, that is uh, 15. He makes it. Okay, so he's not stunned. But he does take that damage. Okay. I got to hit again. Go for it. Uh, first That's a 19. That's a crit. That definitely hit some crits. Ooh. So that is... Seventeen piercing and eight necrotic. Ooh. So halved, obviously. But yep. Seventeen and eight, so that's twenty-five. Okay. okay. Cool. And I'm gonna use another key point to try to stun him. Absolutely. Uh, natural twenty. So you, dude, the disadvantage, dude. Oh shit! Sorry, I did not do disadvantage on the first one. So right. let me just do that. Roll now. And we'll see okay. if that, because then you can, well, it doesn't matter. You already crit. Yeah. Uh, all right, he is stunned. Okay. Is that for the first one or the second one? I have one? it written right here. First one, first one. Okay, all right. But you already crit, so it doesn't, you don't want to need to do the advantage for this. Yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. All right, so he is stunned. So you watch as, as uh, Timber lunges forward. The fire's uh, silhouetting him as he just brings his attacks and slashes his claws across. And you watch as there's like, there's definitely damage, but it's not ripping the flesh like he normally does. But then he brings his palm up for, towards the back of the creature's head, and you watch as it just sort of, you, you don't see like it has no eyes. There's no like pop of the eyes. You just hear this deep exhale from those those creepy uh, mouth nose holes on its face, um, as the creature is stunned, bringing us to Cal's turn. I. <clears throat> So looking at this this wizard, is he? So the, he he was glowing. His face hole was glowing, and then the face hole glow went away, and yes. his gauntlet started glowing before he cast fire. Is Correct. his gauntlet still glowing? Uh, yes. It seems like he's. It seems like it's part of the concentration of the fire. Well. Lovely. I'm going to attack him. <clears throat> and I'm going to attempt to disarm him of his gauntlet, but also just his hand, whatever works, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> However, that, whatever best is best on that, that front. <laughs> does... Um... Does a... Uh, yeah, because... Uh, one second, one second, one second. Damage, yeah. Does a... 24 hit. It does. Good, because it was also a 25. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, all right, damage time. Do one of these, do one of those. That is... 
4, 8, 15 damage, and he has to do a strength save at uh, DC 15. Okay, that is a 19, natural 19. Fucker. Um, but he, he does need to make a concentration check. How much damage did you deal again? 15. All right, he makes his concentration check. So even though you see his arm kind of like drop down as the blade slaps into it, and he looks to you furious, as best you can tell, furious behind the helmet, uh, he pulls the arm up and the flames continue to burst up and lick against the walls. Um, anything else, Cal? Second attack, 20. Dirty. Uh, dirty 20, okay, that hits. Okay, I'm actually gonna go ahead and just try and disarm him again. Okay for 16 damage this time. Oh, shit, Sean, I forgot to add in... Acid damage? Yep. Uh, so there was two in that last one. Okay. So that is a natural 20 on the save. God damn it. All right. How so, much was the acid again? Sorry. Two for the previous attack, retconning. And okay. now it's 16 plus one. Okay. So one, cool. one. I mean, the mage, this, this mage is definitely looking... He's taking quite a beating, though, from you all, so he is definitely looking rougher. Um, <clears throat> all right. Cal, is that all? Yes. Okay. So the mage is going to uh, cast uh, at this point. Yeah, yeah, he's doing that. Um, where is it? Yeah, there it is. Okay, so you watch as the mage immediately kind of is scout, scanning the room, um, and you watch the firewall comes down um, as he's looking around and seeing the amount of you that are here, seeing the damage that you've dealt to him already. Um, they are going to you immediately see them begin to cast a spell, and uh, and they suddenly they look up at you one last time. The cross guard glows uh, one last color uh, and then and they vanish entirely not misty stepped you don't see them appear 30 feet away they are completely gone um, but there is still the monster there um, that they have left behind um, they have seemingly teleported away so that was their turn Scarlet, you are up, and then Kieran, you're on deck. <sighs> okay. Um, since I'm right up on uh, the monster, I'm just gonna try and like. He's pretty tall, right? So I would like only be able to reach, maybe his leg. Uh, yeah, you would be like, you would definitely be like attacking up at its like his his thighs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna try and sink. Uh, Unless you dagger. pull O'Brien and jump on his back. No, I'm not pulling O'Brien. All right, natural 20. Oh, I was just going to tell you I have advantage because you're flanking with Cal, or with, uh, with, with the timber. timber. Yeah. All right. But you so, don't need it. I don't need it. <laughs> Is that with the dagger of return? Um, yes. I ask because that's a magical. And it's, yes. Yeah. yes, 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 yes. Um, all right, so that was a one. So two plus four is six plus. Remember to uh, double these too. Yep. 
eight, nine, 18. So what did I say before? Six plus 18, 24, 24. points. Yep, 24 nice. points of damage. Okay, this creature is definitely looking bloodied. Okay, uh, bonus action, I'm gonna do it again. I very much so imagine you just like draxing it where you're just like <laughs> just stabbing into its thigh yeah. over and over again. Stop it, stop it! <laughs> Don't you die? <laughs> All right, that is a 21. That'll hit. Cool. And that is three, three more points of piercing damage. Tiny little extra dagger damage. Tiny little extra dagger damage. All right, Kiron, you are up. Whoa! Each of those little squares is five feet, right? Correct. Um, you know, we'll just stay back here and cast the first level guiding bolt at the creature. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, Eleven does not hit as the scintillating lights of Cascade past the creature, lighting up that horrifying visage for uh, Cal, who's the last one he attacked. Anything else, Kiron? Uh... No, I think we're going to stay there. Thanks, though. All right. So... so it is the creature's turn now. Um... <clears throat> And he is stunned, so it is no longer the creature's turn. <laughs> Thank nice. you, Alex. Um, all right, so Wiswick, you are up then, as the creature is still just sort of. Um, oh. Yes, Wiswick, you are up. We're gonna go with the old, good old-fashioned uh, magic missile. Nice. We're gonna change it so it's radiant damage. Real quick. Um, uh, Kieran, did you roll that guiding bolt with advantage because he's stunned? No. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and give the second roll for that. Mm. Twenty-five. That does hit. So go ahead and deal and roll damage. Nine. Radiant. Nine radiant. Nice. All right. He watches this uh, this radiant orb bellows forward into the creature, and you see as it um, pierces into it, it like almost through its chest, and you can see the radiant light. A nice, convenient target for anyone else attacking um, in the future. Uh, it has advantage on it. One, the next attack on it has advantage, but it deals significant damage as you watch the radiant energy burning around, um, like it ta like it like it deals more damage. Mm. Well, it's a good thing I was going to use radiant damage anyway. Magic missiles. <laughs> Magic missiles. All right, go ahead and roll damage for that. Okay, get all my D4s out. I get three of them. Hey, you guys are housing this. You're just destroying this creature. <laughs> uh, so I got. It was big a... and threatening, and we're we're not a we're not a let live and let live kind of group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like let's let it all out on this thing. <laughs> Eight radiant damage. Nice. 
All right. So this creature is bloodied. As you can see, it's similar to the hellhounds. There, there is an aspect of it that is sort of falling apart as it's having trouble keeping itself together. Um, anything else, Wizwick? Uh, I think I'm going to... Nope, staying exactly where I am. <laughs> okay. All right. Timber, you are up, and then Cal. Do the same thing. Go for it. All right. How many key points do I have left? All right, yeah. with the pointy end. Uh, it's an 18. I believe that hits. That hits. Um, good old, uh, <coughs> bleh. Um, is 13 damage, piercing damage, three necrotic. Okay. Uh, key point. Just done. Okay. Disadvantage because of the uh X. X bleed the hex, not the hex bleed. The hex. Alright. So that is Motherfucker Bells. Uh, <laughs> with a seven. Uh alright, he is continued he continued to be sunned. Um oh. party. <laughs> Nope, that's not magical, so it doesn't have advantage on that. So yeah, you uh, stun him. He's stunned again as you come in and you bring your your, your claws in, swiping, really trying to pierce this leather hide, um, and you see some of that black ichor blood uh, pooling out, and then you go in for the stunning strike as the creature again kind of lets out that bellowing groan as it is continued to be stunned for another round. Um, all right, Cal. You're up. I, I still have more oh. attacks. All right, monk, I, I know they, they they kind of tickle him, but like, hold on. <laughs> Keep monkeying. All right, God, this is a twenty-four to hit. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Takes. You're rolling with an advantage, right? Yeah. Uh, twelve. <laughs> the second one was a four. Yeah, no, advantage. so. Okay. Um. Uh, it's twelve. Twelve damage. Uh, piercing damage. Oh, hey, actually, it's not going to make any difference. But Timber would be do bludgeoning at this point, realizing. Um, yeah, yeah, flavor. Yeah. Um, 12 okay. bludgeoning damage, 2 necrotic damage. Okay. Um, no, I'll save the last key point. Okay, okay. Just in case he survives. Uh, but I mean, I'm gonna offhand attack anyway, so like, I still can't. Of get... course. <laughs> More pops. Pop, 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 pop. pop. That's a pop, 19. Pop. So that's another crit. Oh, that's right. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, so that's... Um... Sorry. Brain fart. Um... Nine... Wait. Did you do that right? Oh. Four, six, yeah. Nineteen, nineteen, nineteen bludgeoning damage and six necrotic damage. Ooh, nice. This guy... This creature is like stunned so it's not reacting as much as it should but it's just like <laughs> even with the half damage it's still a lot of damage 
Um, all right. Cal, you're up. Okay. Um, I'm going to be super original. <laughs> and Stab I'm going to attack it. <clears throat> all right. Go for it. You should have sword that I have. You I should. Uh, the, the, the strongest sword I have. You should disarm his face. I don't think I can do that. <laughs> oh, okay. So I do wish I could disarm an arm. Like that makes sense. To me, you know. Disarm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this will probably hit based on what I know. It's a twenty fucking three. Yeah, that'll hit. Yeah. Okay. Seven plus four is fourteen, and then the one d four of the, the acid damage is a three, so seventeen. Okay. All right. Still alive. All right. Let me hit him again then. Yeah. <laughs> um. Jesus Christ! Thank you, Talonclaw. Uh, that's a twenty-six to hit. That hits. All right. Coming back at him. That's less damage for sure. It's like 12 damage total. Um, How much damage, damage total? 12, 12. Okay. Now, as my sword enters him, <laughs> uh, I'd like to try and get a vibe for how many apples he has left in his basket. <laughs> he looks pretty, pretty beat. Uh, a lot of a lot of apples missing out of that basket. There's a, a majority of those apples are on the ground right now in a form of black ichor. Oh, it might it might be time then to uh, action search. So, yeah, I think it might be time to action. Do it. Let's just. Good lord, thank you, Talented Claw. That's a twenty-two. All right. I just been, it's, it's I rolled a nineteen, eighteen, seven. That's that's just all I've been doing. So. No, I'm sorry. That's a twenty-four. Uh, I can everyone, buy yourself a Talented Claw. Talonclaw! Oh, goodness. Alright, alright, so that definitely hits, so go ahead and roll damage. Uh, 7 plus 4 is 11, you guys, right? Uh, 15 damage. 15 damage, yes. okay. Good job at the math. Oh, Talonclaw! Didn't make this dice I used. This was made by hidden Adidas, and it's, uh... <laughs> what? That's uh, an 11 to hit, Sean. That does not hit. So after just berating this creature with the prongs of the black, just sort of like <laughs> whipping it with this sword whip that's just ripping its flesh out, the last one you just sort of like <laughs> just like skids skids and sparks across the uh, the I ground. The creature is just like like falling to pieces at this point. It is very close to death. Scarlet, you are up, and then Kiran, you're on deck. Okay, I'm gonna do the exact same thing as I did last time. Let's try and finish this fucker off. Stab it. Stab it. Stab it, stab it, 21. That hits. Stab it. Hell yeah. All those sneak attack times. Yeah. <laughs> Eight, seven. This roll brought you by Arcane Spectacles. Arcane Spectacles. 17 yeah. points of piercing damage with my magical dagger. Okay. Still not dead? It's still alive. It's barely alive. All right. One more time. Here we go. 21. 21 will hit. Cool. Another two points of teeny tiny dagger damage. Oh, it is so close. It is so close. (laughs) As you just... (laughs) Stabbing into its back. It's like, God, won't you die? 
Um, <laughs> it's exactly Kieran, the feeling. You are up. Is it still stunned? Yes. All right. First level guiding. Mm, uh, you said it's pretty close to dying. Yes, it is. Uh, Can you apart. have it make a deck save for me? Fifteen. Yes. I believe it has disadvantage because of stunned on deck saves. Yep, it does. Oh no, no! It automatically fails deck saves when it stuns. So okay, I wasn't sure. Cool. So it's gonna take. All right, ten radiant damage. How do you want to kill this thing? Uh, like super, like if you could think of a lame way to do this, like Kieran kind of like looks over at it, sees all this happening, he's like, "Well, I guess I'll help," and he just kind of like sends a little (laughs) sacred flame over there, you know, some flame like radiance descends on the creature since it's stunned, it doesn't do anything. So as you're as you're all kind of like just beating this thing like a pinata because it's been stunned for two rounds, um, <laughs> and it just and then suddenly you just see like out of its chest the same place that the guiding bolt hit, you just see this this bursting sacred flame shoots out and just starts to like this this, this effervescent white flame is just just completely melting this creature it's like it's legitimately melting into a black acre pool on the ground as it's just wailing out just this gust of air coming from from its its face and it's just slowly melting you're all like kind of like stepping back as this ichor is pooling down on the ground around you and getting close to your uh your feet uh, as Kiran's just kind of walking up from the pillar. Yeah, Kiran walks up looks like stops right at the edge of the black acre pushes the non-existent glasses up his nose and goes, Did I do that? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. I imagine he doesn't say anything. (laughs) Yeah, he he walks up and just looks at it and goes, As you can see, kind of like these little bursts of sacred fire. What? You see Kira. these little bursts of fire kind of shooting out of it still, the sacred flame just sort of like, almost like trick birthday candle, still like <laughs> across the uh, the pool of ichor as the creature is dead and the, the ambient sound of just uh, the dripping water and rats returns around you uh, in the flickering of the torches. I think immediately after the monster goes down, uh, Wiswick gets hit by a realization. And he thinks, the wizard disappeared, that's a good thing. But it just came from another plane, which means that the only teleportation circle that it probably knows of is downstairs. And I immediately say, Zephyrus is in trouble! Or Zophros, damn it, Zophros. Call him Zephros, which is a completely different thing. Uh, <laughs> and he hurries down, uh, back to uh, the cave entrance. So, any of you watching would see Wiswick struggling to pull up the uh, the stone, <laughs> the stone uh, tile. Runs over and helps him lift it. Yeah. So, Wizwick, you, you skid down and you kind of like uh, rush down the stairs. And when you look down there, you just see you just see Zafra just sitting there, like, 
just holding uh, like he has like a rat in his hand and he's got like uh he's, a rat tail hanging out of his mouth yeah absolutely a rat tail <laughs> hanging out of his mouth <laughs> <laughs> just, do you need safra's help no no sorry safra uh, i'm just a little stressed out it's a little crazy up here um i heard big noise big boom yeah that's that's not a great thing huh Maybe, maybe you want to lay low. Go hide. Lumber way back down into the tunnels, deeper in the uh, back to where the way you came towards where the, he uh, you first found him. Uh, well, Timber wants to inspect the dead body. Of the monster. Scarlet would like to continue looking through the doors now that there's no threat. Yeah, just <laughs> just to make sure it's dead. <laughs> uh, yeah, Timber. I mean, it's it's you start to kind of like poke at the ichor, and it's just it's just it's coagulated black ichor on the ground. It doesn't seem to react. It doesn't like cling to anything you poke it with. It, it's just it has a corrosive smell to it. It's very like uh, stinging to the nostrils, um, especially for you. It would definitely be like, oh god! But um, uh, oh, everflame. What is this? Uh, is this music indicative of what's still going on? Uh, oh, whoops! It switched to the wrong song. Um, also, Sean, are those are those um, golden um, uh, wraps? Ribbon. Ribbons. Still there, or? Uh, they seem to be like kind of like grossly like in the ichor, oh. um, and covered in it. And they are there though. They're they've lost a lot of the sheen, and they've kind of somewhat burned away most of it. But there is some of that ribbon left within the ichor. Hmm. Pick it up and. Wiggle it. <laughs> uh, Timber's not doing anything important. That's <laughs> the moral of that story. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, he's 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 experimenting <laughs> about this icker, but or, or is he like, oh, you know, I've got wraps in my arms. These gold wraps look kind of cool. Uh, <laughs> um, Shannon, give me an investigation yeah. check. You got it. 21. 21, okay. So you start to make your way through these doors. So the three that you've already checked seem to all be storage chambers. Um, as you're moving through, uh, the um, the two closest towards the back um, mm -hmm. are similarly storage rooms. There's crates with uh, just barrels that have all been, as best as they can, um, emptied. There's like some bottom of the barrel stuff all around. There's some stuff spilled over. It seems like whoever came through here ransacked this space. Um, it was likely storage for the Zverils upstairs, but it's mostly empty at this point, other than whatever they couldn't carry out of this room. Um, the one room in the center, center on the opposite side there, when you enter into there, this room seems to be, um, it's also similarly ransacked. 
-hmm. but it, it seems to be somewhat of a armory. So you can see there are racks, uh, sword racks, weapon racks, armor racks. Um, a lot of it is, is, is mostly been stripped away or taken, um, but there are there's little knickknacks here and there and, and, and other kind of bags and supplies all around. This is some kind of more um, non-food and water storage and mm -hmm. more armory and supply storage. Okay, cool. I will um, back out of that room and I will address my friends. These are all storerooms. There's some weapons in here if you need to replace something, but our best bet is to go straight through this door at the end of the hallway. Apologies right. for being loud. Cal nods and goes to uh, the door at the end of the hallway and stealthily looks through. Give me a stealth check. Real quick, um, I'm going to say this. Uh, Kieran's going to be checking the Sparrows. Just to double check that it was these two that had killed them. Yes. Um, so give me an investigation check for that. Mm -mm, mm -mm. 19, by the way. Thank you. Um, so Cal, you would notice that this, this door leads to another, um, a side hallway that main feature is really just a very large set of stairs that lead up to the next level um, with some torches lit against the wall. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo, sorry. Uh, Kiran, what did you get for your investigation check? 16. 16, okay. Um, so these Zverils seem to have been, they definitely, their wounds definitely seem like something that would have came from that large creature or they'd have magical scar like uh, singe marks on their their light armor um with a 16 investigating that kind of dais with the, the uh um, bra bra brazier on top of it they seem to be organized in a way where their corpses create a circle around the hearth or the, the brazier and then in a center on the, on the side facing towards the door, you can see at the bottom, there seems to be some reagents laying on the ground above like a circular, um, harshly carved runic uh, symbol on the floor beneath these reagents. Um, and you know, one of them is this like extended black, like um, talon um, that seems to be like just this black bone. Um, there's some like gem, some gem dust scattered over it. Uh, and then like um, some burning, like burnt out incense around it. Um, it's uncertain if this is a ritual that was performed um, or if it was being set up to be performed. You're, you know, it seems, it seems strange that it's here because when you came in here, they weren't performing a ritual. Um, right. This doesn't does seem it, like a very large ritual. Does it look like the bodies had been dragged into the position? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, so Kieran, seeing this, goes. And you would. Oh, another thing is you would see one of the bodies is in front of the ritual space, um, and they seem like they were dragged there as well, um, holding a dagger. 
in it, or like kind of like a dagger is in its hand, kind of sitting there splayed out with a dagger in one hand. Okay. Um, so Kieran, seeing this, seeing magic, uh, goes, Wizwick, I think you should look at this. It looks like they were performing some kind of ritual around this brazier. Brazier. Uh, around this brazier. Brazier. Uh, I peek my head out from the hallway and say, Ooh, let me take a look. Yes. Uh, you mean Yep. Can Kiran give him some assistance? Sure. Tonight. I might not need it, uh, but let's see. Okay. Uh, how about a 25? That's good. Um, so what you could identify from this is that it is some sort of... Um, it was definitely meant to be some kind of ritual. Uh, you're not sure what the ritual is. Um, you're assuming there's probably some conjuration aspects to it. There are conjuration runes carved amongst the, uh, what appears to you like something, um, does anyone know what infernal or, uh, infernal looks like or abyssal looks like? Anyone no. have that in their languages? Be weird if you did. Um, <laughs> so you don't know what the some of the runes are, but you can clearly identify some consistent arcane conjuration runes. The thing that throws you off is the reagents. They don't seem, with a 25 and kind of trying to think about conjuration spells you, you know, and kind of trying to think about how, you know, something like an abyssal conjuration spell would work. You're like, these just look more like, they don't, they just don't look like the right reagents. Um, which is strange to you. It's almost as if this is not really, this ritual is not meant to actually happen. It's just supposed to look like a ritual. This, uh, this ritual is strange. It seems like it's not organized correctly. Maybe some amateurs trying to mess with something they don't understand or... Perhaps they're being framed in some way. That, yes, that, that wizard seemed well versed in magic. It would be very strange that they're trying to frame the Sparolds into some kind of magical ritual. I mean, it's a good way to cover his tracks. Although, he did not destroy this fork that we took care of downstairs. If he really wanted to hide his presence, he probably would have gotten rid of that. Right? Well, it may have just been a deterrence while he was still here. To make sure nothing well, came up from below. I, um, what do you guys want to do? I mean... I could sit here and we could try some rituals to decipher what these words mean, but no. I don't know how much time we have. Holding up the golden wraps that are covered in ichor. No, it's not our problem. We need to go open the gate right now. And I am willing to bet that someone heard all of this commotion, so we need to move quickly. So, Sean, what did I see? 
Mm -hmm. Oh, I told you, you saw a side chamber with a large set of oh, I'm sorry. stairs that lead up to the next level. Okay, I must stealth up those stairs then. Okay. Um, so you begin to stealth up these stairs. Uh, can you give me a stealth check, please? 15. Okay. You get up to the top, top steps, and you find yourself in a similar chamber to this one, structured very similarly. Um, it seems to have uh, several, like, um, detritus all around. There's, uh, there's these really makeshift, like, sleeping arrangements all along the hall um, that have been seemingly completely abandoned. There's bedrolls, there's, uh, you know, put out fires, fire pots, and, and, and just, like, very quickly abandoned can't like internal like sleeping arrangements inside the the lowest level of the forest. the uh the quickly put out fire if i get near to one is it still mm -hmm. throwing any heat yes it's 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 throwing a little bit of heat it's got like some thick smoke coming off of it oh okay um yeah I'm going to keep moving quickly and quietly towards if I see, like, an exit to the outside. Yeah, like, from this point, you can almost see, like, it's probably, it leads across to another door on the other side, and there's probably yeah. another stairway in that hallway. You don't see, well, I guess it's nighttime, so you don't see, an, an, you do see windows that face out towards the, um, the ravine below, um, but you can definitely head across the hall. There doesn't yeah. seem to be any it just it's like a abandoned as if like uh um squatters were living within here which you could presume are those barrels uh yeah. could i start following cal yeah, yeah. i, I would have yeah, been too say, yeah. yeah me too <laughs> yeah i imagine imagine you all would start to catch up with cal at this point cal is about halfway across the these this second room when you all kind of get to the top of the stairs and you can see there's these abandoned bed rolls there's smoke billowing from these obviously recently put out um, braziers and fire pots. Um, it's very eerie, considering you just had a massive battle the night, the night prior. Can I look around and see if I can see anybody like hiding anywhere? Sure, give me a perception check. Also, who has the bag of holding? Kieran, I think. Oh yeah, I, put, I would put the golden wraps in, in, in the bag of holding, covered in black ichor. <laughs> 12. Just That's disgusting really like that. There's nothing you can't do. I I, I, I need that black ichor for later. <laughs> oh, he's gonna squeegee it out. <laughs> um, Scarlet, you kind of look around and, you know, I imagine as you're all moving slowly through, Scarlet, you're kind of zigzagging and kind of just investigating the space and, you know, you occasionally will just, like kick open a, a tent flap. You'll kind of just scan the bedrolls. Completely abandoned. No bodies, no no dead. Um, Any food? I uh, don't. No. <laughs> you you might find you might find like a scrap of a little old bread, but it seems like they took what they needed. If they, if they if they left, they took it and just fled. Uh, took whatever they could. All right, I want to catch up to Cal. Like, I don't want to talk to him, but I just want to get up level with him. Yep. 
Okay. You get up to Cal as he's entering into this next space where you do see another set of stairs that lead up. Um, and kind of these spaces have like kind of like a, a large semicircle, almost like there's a turret there. And then it goes down the hall into a stairway that leads up to the next level. You can see kind of um, arrow slits in the in the uh, in the wall that you can look out. Yeah, I'm gonna start going up the stairs, and I want to look through the arrow slits to see what facing we're in at this point. Yes. So orientation. Yes. So I need to also get my bearings on it. Yes. So. You are so the arrow slits are facing outward towards the. Um, you can see when you look out them, you can just barely see under the moonlight the cliff sides um, below that you had climbed into here from. Um, so, those, so it is. So this. And can I see above us? Yes. So you would you would be able to see that you are on, like if you're looking out the arrow slit and kind of looking around, you can see in front of you to your left is the cliff sides down below that you climbed up. And right. you can see, if you're looking up, you can see that the next floor meets the the bridge in the gatehouse. So you're going to reach the the gate the gate floor above. So, the main, so I'm basically main... looking, I'm looking at the underside of the bridge right now. Like it's exactly. Right exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, I'm going to, we got to keep, we got to move. Uh, I think Wiswick's gonna stop Kiran for a second, or like while while following Cal, he's gonna stop him and say, "This, I think, I mean, if there's no threat here, the 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 ritual downstairs isn't gonna look good for the square for the spheres sphere worlds." Spells. Yeah. Uh, so do you, do we, should we clean it up? I think maybe we should just like clean it up. So like, just not to, like, I mean, like, it's that's not important. Why, why do we care? Why do we care if they look, if it makes them look bad? I mean, um, because it could I, be a trying cause to stop war. Right. It, it could be a false cause to start a war between these two nations. No. Cal's already up there. <laughs> Wizbrick, while yeah. I understand your concern, I think it's better we leave it as is and inform the general the state of which we found it, where, you know, a armored entity with his large aberrant horror were patrolling these grounds. Yeah, I guess there's no reason for us to lie. There's never any reason to lie, Wizwick. The honest truth is always the best. Yep, Scarlet's gone too. Yeah, I, I imagine Wiswick and and Kiran are these. Are, they're saying yeah, these, as they're the last eyes. ones walking out of the. Uh, they look around as they're saying this to notice everyone's moved on. Um, so Cal, you get up to the the next level, um, and uh, this seems to be a. Uh, you enter into what appears to have been at one point a a great hall. Um, so, uh, central great hall um you see several turned over tables that are kind of pushed up together as sort of a semi-barricade towards the left side of the the room as you've entered which you can see leads to um a large arched hallway that leads down a hall towards the main gate of the central fortress um and there's all these all these chairs and tables have been pushed up as a barricade that would have been the long tables of this great hall at one point. 
and you may have said this, but I missed it. They're pushed up as if they were a barricade facing the entryway, like the the not where yeah. I came through. The, not from where you came through, through, although it does sort of barricade. The barricade right. continues to where you have entered, where you're looking at the barricade. Um, right. They would have Before been. I want to truly enter this room, then, mm -hmm. I want to do a scan for uh, people or movement. Give me a perception check. That's not bad. That is a 19. Okay. Uh, a 19. Okay. So you look in, and it's, and this is truly, um, this is very dark. Uh, you know, your goggles are, are, are putting in their, their work here. Um, but really, the only light is uh, some very, very burnt out torches and, 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 and just the moonlight coming through the, the large windows, the top part of the hall's high ceiling. Um, and you don't notice any activity from any humans or, or anything like that. You would notice that up in the banisters of the hall ceiling, you notice some like, and then you kind of look up and you squint your eyes through the goggles a little bit, and you can see that the ceiling is like covered in in bats. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I uh, I cautiously walk out, prepped Stop to them. be ambushed. Okay, so you slowly take those steps out into this moonlit hall. Um, and you're not going stealthy, right? You're just stepping out? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I would say there, as you step out, there's nothing like triggers. There's no traps. You don't notice anyone stepping out of any rooms. You've got the, your blade out in, ahead of you as you're stepping in. You step out towards the barricade, walk towards the center of it where it opens up into the hall, look back and you can see uh, the down the very dark hallway. You can just see the like the, the slit of the door and the moonlight peeking through it of the gates down that hall. But no, no one ambushes you. There is some some slight movement above and scuttling of the the bats above. They don't come down and like lift me up. No, you, you're not. Light me. You're uh, not. You're not lifted by these bats. Uh, as that's of yet. probably good. Yeah. That's, I was hoping for a Christian Bale like bat tornado that like. I, I, that's, that's as he slowly stands up. Yeah. 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 No, I was going with that when he's a little kid. He falls down the well. And they, like, they, like, <laughs> um, you know how bats work. So. Yeah, I'm just. Yeah, I would say at this point, Scarlet and Timber come up behind you, mm -hmm. and shortly after, uh, Kiran and, and, and uh, Wiswick. Why would there be so many bats? I, I'm concerned that there's nobody here. Well, I, uh, we can't be that lucky. Is dead. But yes, but that can't not, be all that was in the castle. We're not out of this yet. Yeah, I keep moving professionally. Yeah. And and where are you? Where are you moving towards? Towards the gate I'm, or yes, back I'm, into deep? I'm headed, headed towards our objective. Okay. Yeah. I'm right behind yeah. him. Yeah. Okay. So as you 
sort of hug the wall. Yeah, it would be it would be a wall in the left because your right would be opening up into the room. But you hug on the wall and then you kind of slip into the darkness of this 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 uh, hallway that leads to the gatehouse. And you can see it's, it's a very um, very thick hall. It's probably like a um, 15 feet across as you're moving down it towards the gate, kind of some of you looking back, watching this moonlit hall is kind of like almost tunnel visions away as you move deeper into this hall towards the um, towards the gate itself. You can see stairways that lead up on the left and right as you approach the gate that lead up into turrets, uh, turret towers on the left and right. Um, and the gate, the gate where the gate is, it opens up a little bit to make more room for defenders. And then there is the uh, the walls narrow down to this 10 foot wide gate that's about 15 feet tall um, that has a wooden bar across it right now. And there is a, um, uh, as you said earlier, a device to open up the gate. Well, there's guys, no, all right. nothing's happened in that room behind you yet. You just occasionally hear the and then the squeaks of the bats in there. And there's so many bats in there that like normally you hear like a little squeak. It's like a rat squeak. But here it's like a it's like the way cricket chirps create the chorus of night. There's just this just this air of squeaks coming from them above. It is very disturbing. That's very disturbing. <laughs> Reminds me of home. So do do we do we open this now or do we wait? Wait, I... wait, hold on. Let's check the place out. I look around. No, the, door, the door frame and also to make sure that the uh I forget what they're actually called in real siege architecture, but the arrow splits that go down into the tunnel murder are holes. murder holes, thank you. That the murder holes are uh, not occupied. Yes. Good call. You look up and there you listen and you look and there seems to be no indication that there are um, anyone above those murder holes ready to shoot down at you or drop rocks down on you. There just seems to be the echoing silence of this group. I don't like this. Yeah, because you guys are you guys are within like the gatehouse of the fort. So there is yeah. the murder holes above. There were those stairs behind the gatehouse that led up to the top, uh, but there seems to be no sign of defenders. It's almost, like, it's, it's almost like they're expecting us to do it. This is too easy. I think they had other reasons for leaving. Maybe the fortress is cursed. They did just lose all their men from attacking them. My assumption would be they lost enough forces and assuming that the general was going to take over, they fled. That would be my guess. I don't know. So I want to I want to double check for any visible traps around the around the gate itself. Mm -hmm. Like one last one more. Yep. Give me and an investigation check. Uh, okay. Do you want me to check too, Cal? I do. Uh, <laughs> it's a three. <laughs> it's a three. Okay. Mine was a 26. 19 okay. plus 7. Yeah. Alright. So. Tell <laughs> <laughs> <Telling> the <laughs> uh, Yes. So, um, 
as you search it, uh, there does not seem to be any traps. All right. Well, then I'm going to do one more dramatic look around. Uh, you no actually, what you would notice is what you would notice is like like traps that are would have been activated at one point, like or they, mm-hmm. they would have set up at one point. You know, you see like uh, you know emptied uh, rivets that could have dropped stones down on you. There's uh, broken trip wires. Like there may have been a plan to trap this door if there is a siege and then retreat to the barricade, but uh, but nothing has been set up or. Re- or, or activated, nothing is, is there to be ready to be tripped. Alright. How about in so the I, locations, sorry, what about the locations of where I shot the fireballs in the previous battle? They'd be up above us. Yeah, those, well, no, those would be at the gatehouse across the bridge. Oh, this is just the gate to the keep. Alright, you lost me then at, at one point. Okay, that makes sense. That's what I thought, and then I thought I was wrong. And now I know. I'm no, right. no, no, you guys are at the gate. It's because I said gatehouse at that one point, because it's the gatehouse of the keep um, that has the turrets and the side up. You'd never not attack the gatehouse. It. Yeah, not the bridge gatehouse. All right. Well, then that changes the thing I was about to do. So <laughs> glad I learned that. Okay. You're still within the keep. Yeah. All right. Well, then I'm going to quietly uh, put my shoulder under that wooden bar. Yeah. And lift it. Uh, Timber will try to help. Try. He's not very well, good. Well, unless I, unless I clearly see that it's like not that kind of thing, but the way you described it sounded like it was just one of those like... Yeah, it, it is definitely yeah, one of those. Like, okay. Race the gate! Just put a fucking tree in front of you. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely, Wizwick, a, it's definitely a race the gate thing, yeah. <laughs> Wizwick's uh, gonna then. start casting a ritual. I don't know if he'll get make it in time, but I want to cast Detect Magic while inside of the fort. Because before there was that big energy, like it had its own magical defenses that was preventing me. So I'm gonna try it. Well, like ritual casting, so I can get the mile long range, because I only have one slot left. Uh, and yeah, ten minutes. All right. So while you're doing that, uh, Cal and Timber, you're both able to get the bar off the gate and uh, lower it quietly. Um, and you can open you can open the gates at this point if you'd like. Yeah, quietly. Okay. So just one of still the, not one really of... talking. Still just looking around in like silence. Yeah, yeah this is I'm definitely all being happening in this quiet, uh, occasional hushed tones with just yeah bat bat squeak filled halls that just echo around you. Yeah. And these are done weirdly in like sixteen millimeters. But even though we have a very tight space, so you like get this sense of like a oh, like yeah. A oh yeah, oh yeah, we're definitely going to be using yeah. using that wide angle, ultra wide yeah. angle lens. It's just going to give you that really discomforting effect as you're watching Pentamorphic our film. Pentamorph- yes. just wild. What is yeah. happening? <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke but- for maybe one of our audience. <laughs> It's David Tilstra. That's the jokes for David Tilstra, the only ah, filmmaker I know in the community. Um, but um, all right, so you slowly open one of the two gates. It's just it's a very light echo that pierces through the hall. You hear some commotion from the bats, but nothing, nothing yet. All right. Well, then you, you look out. A little... okay, you look out, and you can now see the causeway of the bridge leading towards the outer gatehouse these kind of uh it's it's fairly thick it's about 30 feet across and you can see like the um 
like uh, triangular crenellation along the sides of it um, that create kind of a, a small wall on either side of the, the bridge leading across towards the gatehouse. It's got a disorienting effect when you look out at it in that in that panamorphic lens way. Of It almost does the, uh, the jaw zoom when you look out at it as it's just sort of like- Dolly zoom? Dolly zoom, thank you. Oh shit, yeah. we gotta get out of here. <laughs> as it's just- <laughs> We're done. <laughs> this very like long bridge and you can feel the wind yeah. shrieking across it um, as it is completely emptied of people and there are, there's no like patrols on there. There's just these these uh, iron braziers along it that are smoking and mostly burnt out. Dutch angle. Jeez, there's a Dutch angle with a dolly. <laughs> no, cuts to, uh, cuts to us. Oh my God, that would be ridiculous. <laughs> cuts to us, Dutch angle. All right, we got to stop this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Also, I, I think I said panamorphic, and it's anamorphic. And I it's know. definitely anamorphic, yeah. I was like... <laughs> Anamorphs? Uh, anyway, you look out, the bridge is, is No, empty. that's me. There is the... You can see the ruined <laughs> turrets at the gatehouse that Wizard yeah. destroyed earlier um, in the lights of the camp beyond the, 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 the gatehouse. All right, well then, in the same manner, I'm going to cautiously start walking across the bridge. Yes, on the opposite side. Cautiously, but quickly. This is totally like the point in like a Final Fantasy game where it's like suddenly the, the battle music comes and you're on the bridge and the turn-based thing, but uh, you start to walk across the bridge um, slowly but carefully. Are you all kind of moving in a line across the bridge? Yeah. No. Kiran, you're staying in the... Well, I know yeah, Wizard is staying in. Yeah. yeah, so Kiran would actually... I mean, I didn't want to interrupt this, but he probably would have been looking around this space, mm -hmm. uh, you know, trying to see design and stuff like that, but we'll, we can do that whenever. Okay. Um, so, Kiran, you kind of are investigating around this space as you watch um, your compatriots heading out into the uh, um, onto the bridge while Wazewick is beside you doing a, a uh, ritual. Um, you start to cross the bridge. The winds are whipping all around you. Nothing seems to be happening. So you slowly cross. There's the moons in the sky. You see them reflecting off of the raging river and the white rapids beyond. And you hear the the rush of the waterfall drowns out any sounds from the keep as you're crossing over, one step at a time, nervously. You see nothing. And you make your way and you finally get to the the gatehouse. Gatehouse is uh, essentially just a smaller version of the keep. Um, there is the back gate of it, which is smaller than the front gate, which is open, completely open. It is completely dark in there, um, except for the single light of coming from the crease in the, uh, the large gate. I do open this one too. Going to. Uh... I, could, I, I wasn't able to see anyone on like the ramparts, right? When I was walking across? Nope. No torches, no sign of anyone up on the ramparts. It's totally As you get closer random. and the sound of the river is rushing beneath you, you do hear slight squeaks of more bats that are hanging in the rafters, or hanging in the top portions of the gatehouse. 
they all turn into facts? I don't understand. <laughs> I am going to. How many oh, floors is the gate? Gate house is. Um, so it's a single uh, a room in there that is very tall, and then there are stairs that lead up to the, the turrets in the side. So it's only really, there's no, there's one floor really, and then a top kind of uh, the actual. One floor rampart turrets. Exactly, exactly. Got it. Um, I didn't see any on the ramparts. Okay. Uh, I opened the gate. Okay. So. <laughs> Um, so as you all step into this space, you hear the, as you see these bats just flutter down all around you for a moment. You are getting 100% dark knighted. No, you're not getting lifted, but they are just sort of like you stepped in and you just like kind of like cover your face as these bats are all flapping all around you. You know, occasionally one might like land on your shoulder and like nip at you a little bit. But they are relatively harmless. They are attempting to do some kind of like damage to you at first, but then kind of just all fly out um, into the night, and then you see them flutter up into some of the taller towers of the the keep and find a new home in one of those. But the gatehouse is empty otherwise, except for scraps and detritus all around. You can open the gate. <laughs> Has it been ten minutes? Yet? Yeah, you're just back there, just drawing a circle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah just... I would say that that open crayon open out. You see, kind of the stepping out, and you see the um, you pull the lever, and the you can the drawbridge drops, and you see out about 120 feet ahead of you. The barricades of the general's camp. Wiswick, inside, you are detect magic comes alive. You can feel the sense that this space is not like the interior is not glowing that bright magical light. You still feel it amongst the walls and the outskirts. And the bridges themselves are particularly where you feel the strongest sense of this abjuration magic. Um, Inside, there are little blimps of magic where um, where there might be more structural uh, uh, enchantment. You know, you do notice in the within the cluster of bats above, there is a a glowing um, a glowing uh, magical entity. In like, as a magical entity, what ma school of magic is it? Uh. A bat spawner. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just a bat. It's spawner. just conjuration. It's just, <laughs> doing it's, it's just, just so another bad. another another fork. It's just the bat dimension. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it would it would so it would have a conjure an aura of conjuration around it. It's less that the entity is magical in the sense that there's residual magic around it that is conjuration based. It's not comforting to know that. Because it likely means that there's another summoned creature in there. Just okay. Away, huh? <laughs> well, I mean, that's what detect magic does. Yeah. No, I know. I know. Uh, I'm going to 
yell out to the rest of them. <laughs> well, how far away did they get? <laughs> they're Very far. There. Like, yeah, they're, they're not far out of right. yeah, the bridge. Yeah. Curon's right there. Curon, stay with me? Yes. Yeah, Curon, yeah. stay with me. I point up to where the magical entity is uh, coming from the bats, and I say, there's, there's something up there. It's not good. Can I use my supervision to what? Supervision. Because <clears throat> I have unlimited dark vision, so. I have unlimited dark vision. That is true. <laughs> um, so, yeah, go ahead and head in and take a look. Because you're not in that room right now. You're in the you're off down the hall at the, the, the gate of the keep. So you can step back into that room if you'd like. Yeah. Okay. Um, give me a perception check. Yeah. Uh, I got a B. Oh, it's a nat twenty on. Uh, thirty. <laughs> I got a. B. I got a B. <laughs> like usually, I got C's, but you know. Bees yeah, come out of nowhere and carry you, and show you the way. Bees. <laughs> Not the bees. Not the bees. Um, so, yeah, with a nat 20, you, you look above and you can see um, in the, there's something you can see just lightly glittering amongst the hulking mass of bats all around. So you could just see kind of like a little bit of like red light as if it was coming through flesh, similar to the hellhounds. That's just sort of pulsing lightly, like a heartbeat. Um, it's very faint. Um, but it's it's like mingled, it, and, and and for a second your eyes focus, and you can see that there are bats hanging off of not stone or wood banisters, but hanging off of like a larger creature. Yeah. Uh, does Wiswick know anything about vampires? <laughs> I, I maybe. If you want to give me a uh, <laughs> a um, yeah, is that where you're going? An arcana like, check. You think That's my guess. Or a nature check. Oh, yeah, God. we'll just do a nature I, I check. I want to be right. Let, let the DM tell you. Well, he said like okay. hellhounds. I mean, I get the bat connection, but. Uh, thinking... Does a seventeen do it? Seventeen. I mean, Wizwick, you've heard stories about vampires. You've been told horror <laughs> stories about vampires, but you don't know. I mean. This just it, the only connection you could think of is bats at this point. Like if there was some like monstrous werebat vampire, maybe, but it would be very much so you creating stories in your head about what this is. <laughs> it's not. It's definitely not. Like if anything, it's it's just more of this sort of with that role kind of. It doesn't. It's not natural. It's not something of you know this plane of existence, which vampires weirdly are. Uh, I just want to be clear. The magic, uh, the detect magic that I had up. It detected other sources, but you said that they were primarily structural. They're not like... Yeah, you're not getting like glints of like, oh, there's, you know, the major glints are the, you know, the teleportation circle below the Zvirfneblin door that you know is down there. You're not getting other um, pings of anything that's like major within the castle. Okay, uh, I'm going to say, we gotta warn the others, Kiran. Uh, 
yes, you're very right, especially if they're about to bring in the general's men. Though they couldn't help us in fighting it. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yes. Uh, let's go. And so Kieran's going to start backing up, you know, keeping an eye on it, um, but leaving to go meet up with the rest of the party. Okay. I think Wiswick is going to follow Kieran, but as soon as the, uh, the, uh, like the creature, whatever it is up there, gets out of, like almost out of range of his spell, he's going to stop and wait so he can keep eyes on it. Technically. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're able to keep pretty, pretty consistent eyes on it with the range of your spell. Um, I would say, like, you're, when you reach the others, if you're going to go across the bridge, um, when you get to the other gatehouse, you could, it, you know, it's not a mile away, so the spell is it's still within range of your, your detect magic. But I would say you're towards the end, the latter half of your detect magic when you get to the bridge. Um, so while they're heading towards your way, the rest of you, is there anything you'd like to do at the gatehouse? All right, so... Do we just go tell the general and take rest? I think so. I, I don't know. It, he made it sound like there would be more people in here. Uh, is there a, a lit torch still in this gatehouse or no? Uh, smoldering, but not lit. I'm sticking well, by I'll my theory. I'll let the general make more assumptions on their whereabouts but as of right now it's not that a problem and i'll stoke it back to life okay. and then i will stand in the middle of the gate how like the literal the gate archway yeah and i will wave it okay i could have done that <laughs> but um, she didn't probably yes <laughs> so as you you wave it um you look out towards the the barricades of the camp and you eventually see a responding wave of a torch from one of the guards there um safely presuming that the they were keeping an eye out for this anyway um knowing that you had already kind of departed from the camp uh so you have alerted the camp as the gate is open um what would you like to do for now I would say that Kiran and, and Wiswick are approaching towards I'm, you from the, gate, from the bridge behind you. I'm going to wait until we get somebody relieves us. Kiran <clears throat> gets closer to them. He's going to kind of hurry up <laughs> in tow, clearly. Uh, and kind of throwing, not caution to the wind, but being louder than any other noise previously, <clears throat> you know, besides the rapids underneath us. Um, he's gonna kind of like shout, whisper, you know, where he's like, um, guys, or, I don't know. Hmm. yeah, well, uh, there's still something in there, something big in the rafters with the bats. Yeah, we've got trouble. Well, we should probably tell the general. Yeah, the, the general can deal with it. He's got an army. Yes, but we should. What kind of something? Um, it seemed similar to the creatures that we encountered below, the the hellhounds and the horror. It was 
almost slumbering among the rafters, a slow, steady heartbeat illuminating from within its chest as bats clung to it. Yes, I agree that we can make out the general's problem. Moss on a tree. Maybe it was a vampire that wrapped itself in sticky stuff so we could have more bats. No, Wizwick, you're... It's a good theory. Your rampant imagination. Just like the drow. The drow dogs? The drow dogs. Yes. It could still be a drow. Mm -hmm. All right. Then we should do this. Wait here for support and then get, I don't know, maybe Valen and Amara. Or the general. He's a magic user and we handle that. And then it seems like our job is done. Agreed. Our job is done, technically. Yes, but you know he's going to ask for our assistance in this. And well, and that's when we just. That's when we ask for even more compensation. If we do. That's when we leave before we give before he gives them, give him the chance to ask. What about my people down below? We we can't leave them alone with that thing. What do you mean? They're fine. Is there any movement from the goddamn camp? Yes. Eventually, a you you do see a, um, a sentinel coming from the camp, kind of cautiously and, and uh, like very uncertain. They they sort of like you see them kind of like approaching, you know, without a torch, just walking towards, like, kind of like looking up, like like as very, he's coming, Kieran's gonna do that same uh, like yell where he's like, "It's all right." The keep is mostly empty. There's no more spherals that we could see. Just a scary demon monster. Yes, just that. (laughs) Um, So kind of at that... uh, Go ahead, Cal. I was going to say, I walk out to the port. Yeah, yeah. Staring into the dark at people yelling at him. Yeah, he's he's definitely like freaking out. Just like, this is like a trap, guys. Except that, oh, there's nothing in here. Oh, there's nothing here. <laughs> so yeah, so Cal, you easily can can meet the the, the sentinel halfway. Um, you see, it's just it's just a, a young soldier, um, um, male with uh, you know a, a light blonde beard, you know, kind of uh, cap over his head, light leather armor on, just has a sword at his waist and a shield. He's just he's got the shield out because he was like, I'm arrows. Uh, yeah. and he, he just looks up at you and just sort of looks around, kind of past you at the opening of the gates and the moonlight cascading through. He's like, Get the gates. Is, is it, you're supposed to open them at sunrise? What? Circumstances dictated a change in the plans. If you could go, please inform either Captain Amara, Captain Valen, or the General and get one of them back here. Yes, sir. He starts to rush back towards the camp. Um, <clears throat> sometime later. Jeez, <laughs> Cal, you're pretty good at bossing those guys around. You gotta teach me sometime. Um, sometime later, you do notice, because I imagine you're just sort of hang- in the gatehouse watching for, for someone, an envelope from the camp. Cal shakes his head and doesn't respond to Wiswick's comment. <laughs> like, not in like a Wiswick, in like a yeah. 
and it, it takes a little while and you're waiting there for a while kind of occasionally looking back at the keep sort of just seeing this what now is just like so much more dark and and, and frightening looking in, in the moonlight with the Zverils had humanized this keep in some way but now it's just this ancient fortress a lot like the spire that is a threat really an extra planar threat Eventually, you do notice an envoy of soldiers approaching with Captain Valen at the head um, approaching you. Um, it's about, uh, it's not its not a huge, huge mass of soldiers. It's probably about uh, eight of them, four flanking either side of Valen as he approaches. Um, you know, he's still a bit injured, but he's walking tall and, and, and confidently towards you and just looking past you at this point and waiting. They, they stop, they wait. Uh, about 50 feet from the uh, the gate. I uh, make sure I'm visible. I'm like, you know, hello, I'm, it's me. I'm walking yep. towards As you. soon as Valen spots you, Cal, they start to approach closer. And, 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 and the soldiers come in before him and, and fan out into the, the, the gatehouse where you are, just sort of looking around very very tensely you see them immediately go towards the back looking across the bridge um you can see one of them closes one of the doors but keeps one of them open and they start to just keep an eye out back there as valen approaches you cal um and looks around expecting corpses um just this is earlier than we expected understood sir uh circumstances as as i told the, the your scout there dictated a bit of a change in the plans we were able to obviously get into the uh, basement the lower levels of the keep and uh, uh, there discovered a uh, Wizwick and Kiran could most likely speak to it better than I but a some form of it was a magic user in, in ancient plate armor and a uh, de demon bat thing and uh it had uh, apparently fought and killed a number of Sverils in the levels. Uh, we were able to dispatch the bat, the aforementioned bat thing, and um, uh, the magic user was able to get away. I do not know how. As I said, you may want to speak to Kiran or Wizard about that. Uh, upon further investigation of the keep, uh, we discovered that the if there were remaining Sverils, they are certainly not anywhere between the keep and here. Uh, and apparently the uh, bridge from the gatehouse to that front door should be clear. However, uh, Wiswick, I believe, discovered something. Yeah, there's another one of those big scary bat monsters in there. He was pretty, yeah. the other one was pretty tough. I don't know if it's the same thing, but uh, if it is, you're, you're in for a hell of a time. What you're saying is there are no Zverils left. There are... From here, to the keep, from here to the keep, the only the only thing that we know is still breathing in there is, is what we believe to be a bat. Deal. Aberration. It's some kind of aberration of fiend. And this... This wizard, this mage, mage that you fought, he killed Zverls. They were against the Zverls. 
There were some dead bodies. We didn't witness... We did not witness them killing each other, however. That is the what the evidence points to. The wounds on their body look like the, uh, the creature had killed them, and then they appear to have been placed in a mock magical Bony. ritual. Yes. As if to implicate some kind of dark magic. And this was all done by this wizard. Do you have any other defining traits besides ancient armor? The plate armor had a, uh, uh, a cross. visor was uh, a cross. I minor illusion an image of it. There you go. Wizwick, give me a performance check to see how accurate this is. Okay. Can I uh, fix yeah. his, his detail with, with another minor illusion? Uh, yeah, I was going to say. But yeah, he can. doesn't matter who does it. I rolled pretty good, even without an advantage. Uh, pers- performance is plus zero, so I got an 18. 18, okay. Pretty good. Um, you know, as gets the jest, and he would. Valen would immediately kind of step up to the illusion and sort of investigating it and looking down at the. He doesn't say anything, but you can. You know, anyone watching, I'd say Kiran, you can, you can probably notice his facial features, reactions, and the strongest reaction comes from the when he sees the the seven-pointed star on the uh, on the tabard. What does it mean? It mean it can mean many things. None of them good. You gathered that much. I believe he'll look past you towards the keep. I believe this is all that is asked of you. We will take it from here. Unless you wish to help. But I imagine you have dealt with a lot judging by this strange ancient wizard you have encountered and bad demons. And you'd be able to see, like, you got wounds on you. It'd be best if we could rest in the camp before taking off in the morning. Certainly, you have your tent still. Mm. I will speak with the general about what you've achieved and how we will approach this demon. You say it was sleeping, it was resting. That's what it appeared to be, yes. When I saw it in the rafters, it was a slow, steady glow within its chest, as if whatever energy, you know, did that thing where it's like it's breathing. And you can see Valen is, is very visually disturbed by a lot of this. He sort of keeps looking past you, and, and you could, I'd say, almost tell that he like knows what he what's going to probably need to be done, and he and it's freaking him out. But he's just very well. I suggest that we close these gates for now on this side. Keep the front gates open. I will stay here with these soldiers. You can return to the camp. I will send a run out to the general to alert him of what you have achieved and what your next plans are. 
Do you plan to leave in the morning? Do you plan to leave in the morning? Yes. Then I will make sure that the general knows of your plans and provides you with adequate payment for your services to the crown. Thank you again, baby. Good luck, Captain. Uh, Huron's gonna linger slightly as the party walks away and then speaking to Valen in Elvish uh, goes what is on your mind kinsman what is going on Driftmarch in this keep give me a, um, a persuasion roll with advantage I'm gonna use real dice Oh. Uh, nine. <laughs> okay, so I'd say it's it's not so much that you failed to connect with him. It's more so that he is so distracted that he gives you not much of an answer, and his response is simply, "This is this is." No matter what this is, whatever that wizard was, it is something terrible that can lead to many deaths, if it is what I think it is. And I don't really want to go fight a demon, but I'm sure you did not either. Well. If it isn't any assistance, radiant magic seems to affect it the most. I would offer you my services, but it appears my party wishes to leave this place as quickly as possible. Make sure your general understands the Sferolds are not behind this specific incident. Taking castle, yes, but I think that there can be common ground between your general and these spherods. Probably that is a side effect of this incursion. Perhaps some resolution. Thank you, Kiron. To you and your friends, you continue to serve as well. I hope to see you again in the future. Of course. If I do not see you tomorrow morning. Until then, Ilivanya, watch you, friend, kinsman. And with that, Kieran turns on his heel and follows his party. So, you walk away from the gatehouse. You look back to see Valen sort of take a deep breath, and you see him ascend the stairs up into the turrets above. And the last thing you can see as you enter back into the general's camp is the silhouette of Valen's uh, horns and his figure, a sole sentinel atop of this gatehouse looking towards the keep as one of his runners runs past you and heads up, up into the general's camp to alert him of what happens. You, tiredly exhausted, walking into this camp. It's about midnight at this point. Um, and all you want to do is put distance between you and the demons behind you and find respite after ending, successfully ending, 
your current partnership with the general. Thanks so much for sticking around. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. As always, check us out on all the things. Uh, I don't know if I cut it out in the last episode or two, but we actually have a merch shop open now. Uh, look up Paradise RPG and it'll be all over the place. I will uh, hopefully drop our link tree into the description, but I don't trust myself to do that. So um, if you're interested in Paradise RPG merch, check us out. Teespring.com slash Paradise RPG. Uh, have a good one.